All right, here we go. It's another episode of Sled Stories. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, we're up in uh, Pittsburgh, New Hampshire today uh, at Max's camp, and we have a special guest. Tony Gravel is joining us today. Hello, Tony. How's it going? Oh, it's it's going, it's going, <laughs> it's going just fine. It's going cold. And it's going, yeah. It's that's why it's going just fine is because it's actually cold out. And there's good snow, which well, is the start of good snow. Good, good snow with a- asterisks. Good, good snow for this season so far. But good snow about three weeks late. Yeah, we were just saying over there earlier. It's like this is the snow that should have been here for New Year's, if not earlier. Yeah, for sure. And not what day is it? January nineteenth. Yeah, we're we're closing on the end of January, and it's finally like where it should have been for New Year's. Yeah, I think what is it? The ten now? It's negative. It's like negative something. Negative two. Negative. It was like negative three when I got here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little thing over there is reading negative two, but the real feel, I think uh, Megan said, real feel was like negative eleven or twelve. And yeah. we, we rode today, and it was, even in the sun, it's, it's cold. It, was cold. it, was it wasn't really too windy cold. today, right? Though? No wind. No, barely barely a breeze, but it was frigid. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for trail riding, and you're doing 60 miles an hour, it's... Wow. There's always wind at 60 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> There's always wind. Yeah. We got another special guest here. We do have another special guest. I'll get into that. It's a little, it's a little chilly. Yeah. We've got to keep it cold. That was out in the container, right? Yeah, it was. This this lives outside where the sleds live, so it's as cold as they are. Yeah, <laughs> it shares that like that primal uh, primal relationship with Tony. The sleds. <laughs> yes, it's only fitting. <laughs> <laughs> this is obviously long after a day of riding. We are we're done for the evening. We're we're just chatting and catching up and. Having some drinks. Oh, good. It's so good once it hits your lips. It's terrible when it's warm. It's the worst. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Terrible. Terrible. It's so bad. But. So, Tony. uh, So, yeah. Well, I'll give a little introduction. So, Tony, I I met him through work four or five years ago, right? Probably. It was way longer. It was. We probably met 10 years ago. Yeah. But we weren't really, like, close until four or five years ago, I would say, right? Yeah. I think it was uh, COVID. Yeah, that's right, wasn't it? It was the start of COVID when we first started. It was like March, end of the season. Yep. Yep. Oh, COVID. That's when we I think <laughs> the, fir- the very first time we're gonna we're gonna harken back to the mini bowls. <laughs> the very oh, first God, time the mini bowl against the very first time we ever rode together, we went over, you borrowed Meg six hundred and we rode over to the mini bowls where all the Carnage happened. Where all the BS covered, yeah. where all the BS happens and people get hurt and sleds get wrecked is at the mini bowls and that's where we went the very first time and I remember we going there tomorrow. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we can we can have a look. Uh, we went over there, and you were on the six hundred. I remember we get up to the top of that that goal, that good like gulch that we like riding before we get there, and you rolled a sled over, and you're like, "I'm sorry, I don't know." I'm like, "Oh, that's that's no big deal." <laughs> I had no idea. Like I was like, "This thing's totaled." <laughs> Max is like, "No, flip it back over and go again." Yeah, yeah, it's fine. That was the old RMK six hundred. Yeah. Sled. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's. Uh, I get rolled every sled I rode that day. I rolled it over. That's true. Yeah, because I was like, it was your first <laughs> like real journey into the backcountry, and I'm like, try this sled, try his, try like you got to get the whole picture, you know. Oh, I and got it. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote, you rolled, rode, and rolled both of my sleds. Uh, you. Who else's sled did you ride? Who else was with like, think... Timmy's and Eric and like there's a whole gang of us, right? That first time. No, so the first time it was 
uh, me, you, and Eric. Yeah. The second time was Dave, all those guys. Oh, right, right, brands. right. That's right. That's right. Oh, because the very first time we actually brought Corona's, Corona beer. Yes. Yep. As we just did a photo shoot, we didn't drink it, but we brought him out there because it was Corona, the coronavirus and the Corona beer and that, that was that like, photo. That was yeah, exactly. And that was the weekend mm-hmm. that we were like, this, this is probably it. Like this is the end of, we don't know. Yeah. Right. We had no idea what we were going into or what the future looked like. And like, we were making a parody of it, of course, cause you know, why not? Cause we're snowmobilers and we're kind of silly, but yeah, that was, that was a weird. That was also back when it was like, this is going to be two weeks. Remember? Yeah. It's like we're gonna close down for two weeks and we go back to normal and it was like two years two years year, more year later. Change. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so Tony, tell us about this uh your little sled deck uh problem. Why don't you take us back to you just got your sled deck? All right, before that and ex- explain anyways. the truck that it's in, explain the whole <laughs> So to back up, uh Parade of Lights last year I borrowed a trailer. Max is like, that's dumb. Get a sled deck. <laughs> Okay, so I bought a sled deck. It's been in my truck since September. Yeah. Been in a while. It's been horrible. (laughs) I've had two sleds fall off so far. Wait, wait, wait. Two? I thought I've only heard of one. So I rolled my RMK off, (laughs) unloading it, uh, and broke the bars. I've got your handlebars, by the way. The ones that you're you're welcome. Yep. And then it was stationary at that point. Last Sunday, going down the road, my trail sled fell off going down the road. <laughs> Got a little excited, I guess, loading, uh, distracted, didn't tighten it down enough. I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. You're lucky that there was no one behind you. Well, didn't... Sort of. I mean, I kind of wish somebody was. Like, There's no pictures. There's no proof it ever happened. I could be making an elaborate story. and You wouldn't make that story up. No, it was, no, that's, not, that's not a story that you're like, hey, guys, guess what? Yeah, no, I was embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, Nobody drove by. I was all by myself. Yeah. We just had done our first ride of the year. So now there's half-inch, like, logging chains holding the deck into the bed. <laughs> like, four ratchet straps holding the sled on. Like, it's not going anywhere yeah. now. Didn't you say if it comes off, if it moves again, it's taking the bed Oh, yeah, it? like, that aluminum bed on that truck's coming off if anything else happens. <laughs> but people should know that it's a short box F-150, yes. so, so it's a it's a, a it's a five and a half foot bed, yeah. so I had to buy a short deck. So Short like, deck or... Oh, never mind. E. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like everything's just kind of working against me, and I built an extension this week, I put the chains in, like <coughs> it made the two-hour ride up. That's good. Yep. Oh, you want to see you want to see a need of an extension? You see my sled? Yeah. There's there's almost enough hanging off that there's um sled yeah. on the deck. Yeah, that was the problem. It's like four feet hanging off yeah. that deck. Yeah. 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 So lesson learned. Yeah. Do you have a super clamp on your deck? I don't know. Who makes your deck again? What is it? Uh it's a uh truck boss. Truck boss, thank you. That's yeah. right. I was thinking it was a limitless, but it's not a limitless. It's a no, boss. it's a truck boss, and I was gonna buy the super clamps and you know, they're like eight hundred bucks a piece on so like yeah, yeah, they're pricey. They're really slick, but they're big money. Yeah, they're big money. Yeah. So um not even uh not the um super clamps, the uh sled locks right. that that truck boss makes. But they're like all aluminum brackets and like Oh, so they're proprietary to Truck Boss then? Yeah. Oh okay. Truck Boss makes their own because the super clamps are just plastic universal. composite, yeah, yeah, they're universal. Yeah, like the the truck, the sled sled locks that Truck Boss makes has just a hook that comes down. Okay, and it's like an aluminum like billet Thing. piece yeah. that goes on. So okay. they're super expensive. Could you run 
super clamps if you wanted to though uh yeah probably could. yeah okay so yeah. what i did what i did with mine was there's obviously there's channels that go across like uh-huh. horizontally across it so i had aaron from proline yeah give me a piece of that like t-channel oh yeah yeah so right. i cut up three pieces of t-channel like four inches wide yeah and i kind of grinded them you know so they're not like sharp or whatever yeah and then bolted those down through the ridge, and then I can just run the regular pro line. Right, the, the quarter turn or whatever. Yeah, you it's got call like it. the the little bar, the, the two inch bar that yeah. you know. Yeah. So that works pretty slick. It's on there now. It hasn't yeah. didn't didn't fall off or anything. And I run like I had, to, I had to run a strap through the front a arms to like pull it into the headache rack just to I'm, make sure just to make sure that little piece because <laughs> like if that if I feel like on even on your deck if. I guess you just had a bad experience with that, but if you if that clamp wasn't on, the the sled would probably be okay. If you weren't driving crazy, it would. The problem with mine is like it's it's so short. There's so much sled hanging off the back that it just wanted to teeter off. Right. Yeah. The inertia and just yeah. from going down the road and just rolling through little bumps and stuff, it's gonna want to so shift it, back. With that being said, like I don't think a super clamp would work in my case because I can't get it tight enough. Yeah, to put pressure on the skis and keep it there. Yeah. Oh, so you don't run any tie like tie down? I've got the tie down that came with it, the Snow Pro tie down. Yeah. yeah. But it's a pain. But he just made. I don't know if you saw it. He made you made an extension thing, which yeah. So like, I see a company that had one at Grass Drags. Yeah. In somebody's truck, and I was like, well, I could make that. Um, so this week I t- made a template. I had the metal shop cut one out, and I made one. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's an eighteen inch extension. Yeah, you gotta check that thing out. He sent, I don't know if you sent photos to you or whatever. It's pretty slick. It just like it kind of keys into the rear rail where your ramp goes on to, yeah. and it just sits there, and it's gonna help keep the rear of the the weight of the back of the sled just more uniform with. The, so like yeah. your track is probably hanging down below the level of your deck. Like at the end of it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, exactly. So, oh, yeah. It's so, got that Carolina so I, going I, on. I have, an, I have an extension with my deck. I just haven't put it on yet because I'm just lazy. So, you this should, is you should just do that. the width. I probably the, should do this that. is just the width of the track. Oh, okay. So, like, it actually transfers all the weight of the track that's hanging off to the front. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I needed that. Yeah. 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 Mine's, mine's, mine's hanging off a lot. <laughs> but I, like going back, if that if that tie down had come off, if I hit a pebble, that sled's going fucking gone. Yeah, it's gone. Gone. It's, it's going down yeah. the road. So. so so what really didn't help me any is like the tie down stayed on the skis. It was just loose. So when the sled came off, it didn't come all the way off. I was still dragging it, but all that weight was on the back of the deck and yeah. stretched my tie downs in the bed. Oh yeah, it, yeah. It, it did some damage. <laughs> yeah. How fast were you going? I was was just getting back on the gas. Like I pulled out around a car that was turning and. I was probably doing 35, 40. Like, it didn't take much. It was just, it was loose. Mm. Yeah. And it was just the inertia of just yeah, yeah. speeding yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. bombing down county, like where you live, the roads are frost heaved. And, yeah, you know, I just, mean, it's, you're, you're, you're rolling like a boat, like, bum, 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 as you go. Can you imagine if you're getting on it, like, on an on-ramp? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, it, would, it would probably rip the deck right out of the truck. Yeah. Yeah. Who was it? It was Carmen Sia, I think, that lost his sled completely out of the back of his yeah. truck on ninety three. Yeah, he's like, oh, I don't, I don't need to tie it. Down. Did he tie it down? Remember? I don't, I don't remember. But he, I've never seen the photo of it laying on its side in the middle of the interstate. The thing literally fell out of the back of the truck, and and I don't know how far he made it before he realized it went back and picked it up, and it didn't really damage it. Like, too bad, I guess. Yeah, I guess depending on how it. I mean, I, I'm looking at mine. And I'm like, man, if that thing fell off, I think I would know it. Oh, you'll know it. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll know. Oh, you'll know. <laughs> it was like it was. I'm telling you, it's like you're hooked to a tree going down the road, and like it just it yanks you. 
It's 600 pounds off the back of your truck now. Yeah. <laughs> now. Right now. So the, the skis were still tied down. It just like, it just slid, slid oh, yeah. in the, so, like up to the ski handles and like was kind of hanging off by the ski handles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those ski rubbers that are supposed to keep the skis like nice and straight. Yeah. They weren't. <laughs> yeah. They were just maxed out all the way. Yeah. Well, that's Polaris thing. Oh, anyway. man. I mean, what, you know, what does it matter? Well, it sounds like you lucked out. It, it could have been a lot worse. Like, it could have been a lot worse. I, I did undid the tie down, pulled the sled off, drove it to somebody's driveway, went back, got my truck, loaded it. Yeah. Kind of cinched everything down a little bit and drove home and went back to the drawing board. Well, you could have been one of the guys that instead goes up over and lands on the roof of your truck or rolls off on oh, the All those YouTube video, and TikTok videos. A brand new one just came up two days ago. That yeah. guy on a skidoo. It's mostly skidoo guys. It's just mostly skidoo guys. It's mostly skidoo guys. <laughs> He absolutely didn't. I don't even think touched the roof of the truck. He, oh, no, it smashed the whole back window. Yeah, it hit the back window and then cleared the top of the truck and landed in the driveway. It doesn't show, but there's like three other cars parked right there. It took out at least a door panel or something on another vehicle. Like, yeah, you can flew. see you can see he's on the he's on the flipper as he goes into it, and the tracks are spinning. And then it catches. All the way up to the deck, and then hits the deck and just the, lawn darts itself right over The key is just constant, sweet, nice momentum, and just roll up and then off and a little bit of break. That's it. No gas. Just, just coast. So I had, not that I did, you know, anything near that, but I remember my caliber ramp out front here. Yeah. I remember I ripped the whole three, four lung, rungs. Uh, rungs off the back of it, just doing the same thing. The whole driveway was glare ice. Glare and I'm, la- I'm loading my sled and I'm like, ring, ring. And it's like, it's just spinning on the ice. As soon as I came in contact with the ramp, it just went and ripped three or four rungs right out the back yeah. of it. I'm like, yeah. shit. So I, mean, I noticed that um, loading my RMK is way easier than my trail sled. Yeah. yeah. Well, the studs, the studs throw you off wicked. Yeah. Yeah. But it, all on a, on a mountain sled, you just need a couple paddles to grab onto a rung, yeah. and you got good grip. Like you're you're good. You yeah. can basically crawl up a sled deck ramp as long as the track is engaged yeah. into the ramp. Mm-hmm. Or as a trail sled, it's there's less grab, and if you have studs, the only grab is metal on metal. It's metal yeah, on aluminum. Kinda, yeah, you're just kind of yeah. slip. Oh, yeah. it's it's already chewed my ramp up. It's chewed the deck up. Oh yeah, not like I've had it's, it on twice. I just we have yeah. I haven't had trail sleds in a long time and I have them now and it's way harder to load trail sleds onto the deck than it is a mountain sled. No yeah. question. Hmm. Because the skis are as wide as the ramp. There is no extra at all. It's right there. Yeah. Whereas a mountain sled's obviously narrower and the the paddles do just grip the ramp better. Yeah. Trail sled, not as much. It's a little sketchier for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I've had a sled deck for Eight nine years, like I've had <laughs> one forever. I haven't had any incidents. None. Same thing for unloading. Well, no, that's not true. I haven't. What are you I, talking about? You haven't, but your truck has. Yeah. Well, you want, <laughs> you want to tell that story? <laughs> so, so you, yeah, you didn't do anything. No, but, I didn't. So we were in Colorado, like 2012. Long time ago. Yeah, it was, it was a while ago. It was a long time ago. And uh, my old man was. Uh, <laughs> Got a little too aggressive going up the ramp, and not quite the TikTok video esque, but like you're going up, and you were sick. Actually, you were in the front seat of the truck, and you were like death. I was that you were sick. Yeah, I got sick, and we were. I bombed back and just got in the truck, and I told Ryan, I was like, I'm like, dude, I'm just, I'm hurting, I'm feeling really bad. My, I don't even remember where my was my sled on the deck or no. There was no one on. There was the deck was empty. You were in the front seat because you were just like, I'm, I'm sick. I'm just sitting here. Yeah. So my dad goes to load his sled, and of course he doesn't like load sled decks, you know, ever. He hasn't ever. He had done it that trip a couple times, and he did fine. And we gave him the talk like, just roll in easy. Yeah. What we're just talking about, but so he he's going up the ramp, and he didn't 
he hit it with enough speed, but he got to the very top of the ramp and like was slowing down. So he had to give it a little gas to get up it and just a little too much gas and just wheelied. And then the skis went right on top of the headache rack, hit the, hit the headache rack, headache rack moved into the, like the third brake light, smashed the third brake light. Max, so I'm standing next to the truck and I'm watching my dad do this and Max is in the front seat. I'm in the truck. And you just hear like, smash. And Max just goes, like, you did not need to hear that at no. all. In your condition, you were in being sick, missing the day. You're just like, that did not just happen. And I knew what it was. It was a 10 hour dent in my roof too. Oh yeah. It was, it was painting up over the rails in the cabin. Like it was a, it was a good, it wasn't. It wasn't it, sled on top of the cab, but it was damn near close. It, it was damage. <laughs> it was damage. It was paint work for sure. Yeah. It's definitely not as bad as most of the videos you see, but it's still, you know, your dad was embarrassed. Yeah, he, it sucked. And he felt terrible. And he did. And it, you know, obviously made it right and everything's fine. And, you know, you laugh about it after the fact. And luckily it wasn't worse. It was, you know, it goes in the grand saying, scheme of things, it wasn't that big of a deal. No. It goes without saying decks aren't for everybody. No. No. No, I mean, it they, doesn't. It doesn't matter how many times you've loaded a sled on or off a deck. It's still there is an element of sketchiness every single time. Yeah. Every time doesn't matter. Yeah, and and not to say like one sled is you know more sketchy than others, but that alpha is sketchy. The alpha when is you when you get sketchy. to the when you're going up on the deck when you get to like the apex of the angle of the ramp and the deck. Before the skis hit, when you're on the track, you're literally balancing on, on like inch. on a on a rail <laughs> like this. So if you don't have enough momentum to get on top and you get stuck right there it's you're literally on a seesaw and you're like whoa and you have to like either keep going or that one spot you have to you know i loaded your sled at syracuse and i remember you telling me about that and i'm like whatever he's just being you know whatever and then i loaded it i'm like that is sketchy as shit yeah right when you hit that apex like you said in that point it's all on one point and it's so tippy. and it's like two inches and you have the whole sled just like whoa yeah it's, yeah. We, it's a weeble wobble, so you got to so. get the skis down yeah <laughs> for sure <laughs> i remember was it uh i think it was last one when justin dumped his sled out here off his deck <laughs> unloading unloading he wasn't even on it so one of the things you can do if you're like kind of nervous about getting your sled off a sled deck ramp is you don't got to ride it off you can just kind of push it back and grab the ski handles and guide the ski handles into the guide and just let the sled coast well that's all good in theory unless the carbides aren't lined up right and he just didn't line it up right and they were sort of more on the edge of the deck and the sled just rolled off the side of the deck into the driveway and we had a good laugh about it no damage happened but like it was it was funny i think i was in the container walking out i just heard like sled hitting ground like I guess I, didn't, I guess i missed that i was here yeah but it was it was not that big of a deal not no damage happened like he just i laughed a lot it was pretty funny <laughs> yeah i laughed a lot and he's just standing up on top of the sled deck with his arm you know, he's just like what? justin's <laughs> typical look like what the fuck? you know and i was like wait a minute don't touch it we ran over got a bunch of photos you know, like we can't waste this opportunity you, you have to shame there's no friends on snow day yeah, you, you know, have you, to you gotta yeah. shame him it's unfortunate you gotta take pictures and yeah, yeah. So Tony, you used, to, you used to race cross country, right? A little bit. So how did that? Tell how did you know of all the things I've done in snowmobiling? I, I don't know anything about that. How did you get into it? How far did you make it? What'd you do? What was it like? Give us the give us the the deets. So, like four buddies of mine, three buddies of mine, we saw this ad that Rock Maple put out. They were doing a race close to home in Glover. Uh huh. We're like, let's try it. We all had trail sleds. Um. It was fun. Yeah. But it beats your body. Yeah. What, what, like, what, did you go in an amateur class? We, see, or? we just went into the trail class. I think I had a 500. Everybody else had 
I don't even know. Six hundreds. There was I think there was everything. Yeah. Um and how's it set up? Is it like gate based, time based, town based? Like so how it was, do they it was two at a time. They let everybody go. They're like two, two people at a time every thirty seconds or something like that. Oh, so it's a standing start side by side. Side by side. Okay. Um but you're racing the clock. You're not really racing anybody else. Yeah, but if you want to trade paint, you could. Yes. <laughs> okay. You could. It never worked out for me. Okay. Um so and I'm, that, and I'm I'm assuming the trail class is divided by engine size too. Yes. Right. There so was, I think there was 600 and 800. Okay. Okay. Um so at a 5 you were in the 600 class. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh it was like the first year it was fun. We did that one race and then the next year um a buddy of mine that did it the first year Mike Young he's like let's do it again. I'm like all right. So we ended up racing almost the whole season it was like five or six races um had a ton of fun but you know it was a lot of hurry up and wait you wait you know all day to race for 30 minutes and then your body aches for three days after yeah the race is only 30 minutes it was like a yeah huh it was like a 30 minute race to do you did it was five laps of five miles it was 25 miles okay it took about a half an hour um and you're you're wfo for 25 minutes basically as fast as if you can, you can be yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's depending on what class you were running i mean halfway through the day the track is just smoked yeah I mean, it's there's four foot whoops and you're you can only your beat yourself muscles, up yeah, so bad I mean, your yeah. leg muscles are killing you you know your your hands everything hurts yeah and then the guys like, like michael do two or three classes a day and i just <sighs> i'm not in shape for that i couldn't do it so like the second I think it was the second year into it is when I decided to try this, riding the trees, and I, it was just a, a no-brainer. I was like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I can ride all weekend and not yeah. feel as bad as I do riding yeah. half an hour, yeah. you know, and yeah, so like, I just kind of got out of it. it. It was it was fun. I mean, the traveling was cool, you know, Sherman, Maine, and went to New York. Like, it, it was fun, but yeah. it was a lot of hurry up and wait, and yeah. I, like, I, I'd rather do this. And I guess you're also sacrificing what could be a great weekend of riding, right? And that's just it. I mean, you, you, I mean, I think the the trip to Sherman was like an eight hour drive. Same thing to um, there was one in New York. Yeah, and it was just a lot. You drive all day, all night. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the same thing the next night to get home for Sunday, and yeah, and like you just said, wasted all weekend when I could be out in the woods or out on the trails. Yeah, I would assume it's expensive too. I mean, not. I mean, I don't know how much. Like, enter the race must be a entry fee. I really don't remember. Um, and then fuel to drive, and you got to stay in hotels, yeah, so and you got to. Yeah. And then, you know, if you're going wide out for that time, I mean, you got to be breaking. You got to be breaking oh, parts left yeah, and right. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I I watched Mike barrel roll his brand new sled. I mean, end for end, first race. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like that's not a way to start a season. Right. You know, and what's it, the what's the purse like? Is there any like winnings for uh, first so second if place? The higher like, what's classes, the... like the semi pros and the pro classes, I think there is. I never got that far. I think I got to the, the sport open, and it was it was nothing. I didn't get any payback. I got a fancy piece of plastic said what place you came in. Yeah, <laughs> neat. Taking in my kid's room now. He thinks it's great. Yeah, yeah, but no. Dad used to race. Yeah. yeah. Not a lot, of, not a lot of uh, reimbursement for no I money mean, spent. No, I mean that for... was just it. Like you, do, you spend money all weekend to go somewhere, and it's like I said, that plastic means nothing now. I would imagine right. though, even at the semi-pro and pro level, you're you, the guys doing it at a competitive level like that. They're not doing it for the money. They're doing it because they love it and the pride. Those guys, like, there's some really like Dylan Thompson, um, Casey Savage. Those guys just 
they crank. It's what they live for. It, like they it's, do. I mean, yeah. They eat, breathe, sleep, every bit of it. They're great. Like, it's yeah. hard to beat those guys. Yeah. 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 yeah, I would imagine you just got to be completely invested to to really right. Get, I mean, to get that, not knocking on the amateur classes or anything like that, but to be super competitive, you've got to probably be all in. And another right. thing, like we talk about, oh, we need to get in shape for the trees and this and that. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah, that times ten because I'm yeah. telling you, like it, it beats your body so much worse. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah you. I mean, you stand up, ride, whooped out mobile trails for a couple miles, and you're like, "Oh my god!" My oh, can- every so Canada last year, like that's yeah. all I could compare it to. But you're doing that for a half an hour straight, not oh just two god. miles. Like, oh. it was, and it was literally that's what it was like. Yeah. And Burger is one of the worst tracks. Yeah, I, and that's your home track. Yeah, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right down the street. My you fa- could, my you could ride track. your sled to the race. Oh, you can. Like the there's a. They put a sign up on the weekend off the trail, take this turn, and you go to the track. And it, it's cool, but it was the worst. I mean, Mike loves it. Yeah. He absolutely eats it up. Yeah. yeah. I mm-hmm. hated it. Yeah. Yeah. But Sherman Main was cool. Like, I was really fast, really fast paced, smooth. Yeah. And that's where I. But they, they're not all like that. They're, that's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> all the other ones, it's yeah. just riding moguls and whoops and yeah. smashing your, your no, body. It's, it's, at the end of the day, like, it was just, I enjoy this way more. It, it's. Yeah, you know the camp experience, the spending the whole weekend here, and yeah. versus traveling all weekend. Yeah, yeah, it's and my body doesn't hurt for three or four days after. Right, yeah, especially once you get get into the season, you know, yeah. first day out, a little, you get a little bit of the, get the get, getting the cobwebs off, yeah. Yeah. yeah, lower back, this shoulders, that, and then once you're good for the season, you're then good. You're, then you're good to go. Uh, you mentioned you mentioned Canada. Um, what was your um, like? What was your first impressions the first time you went and rode like the Chick Chocks? Um, I mean, it was late season. The snow was kind of set up. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It yeah. was, I mean, Jonathan's a great guide. Like, that was a blast. He tells you how it is and where you're going, and that's where you're going. Yeah. There, there's no, there's no other option. Like, you know, day one was straight to the wolves, and, you know, eight hours on our side, and it was just, like, it, it was very interesting to say the least. Yeah, he's like, I hope everybody's good on their left side because we're going to be on our left side for miles. Yeah. So I think that's where all that oil came from in my belly pan, actually. Oh. I got thinking about it the other day. I'm like, man, this thing's covered. Why? And then I watched a couple of videos. I'm like, yep, that's why. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, I'd go back in a heartbeat. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Like the whole experience, the drive up, like yeah. the drive back. Drive back was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and even though, like, it was late season, the snow in the woods was... It was like and it was. We late. had a bad year too. Like that last year. Last year was pretty shitty. Yeah, all yeah. over. But it was not. It was. But we got lucky. I mean, we got really lucky with with temperature, snow conditions. Like the day we left, the snow was turned into trash. But we were riding good snow until literally until we left. Yeah. Oh yeah. Day two. I mean, I think it was day two. We were in sweatshirts halfway through the day. Yeah. 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 Day three, we had tacos out in the woods. Yeah. Yeah, with the the guy that was ripping butts when he was sitting yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, we roll, we roll up to stop, and he doesn't speak no English, and we're nope. we're breaking out tortillas and salsa, and he's like, "What? Like, the what he- the heck are these? The guys hell doing? are these Americans doing? They're not even Mexican. And they're guy, making tacos. Why don't you guys just make sandwiches? Like, <laughs> why, why are you going through all the trouble of bringing tacos out in the woods? It was uh, worth it. Yeah, that it was, was a, that was a good area that last day with the uh, with the the butt smoker guy there, Matt. I want to say his name was Matt, right? Oh, I know. No, Matt right. was the second guy. He was oh, the younger oh, one. Yeah, right. Matt was Matt was the younger guy. Yeah, yeah we we were blowing track shocks like it was our job that day. Oh, wicked. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, he was he was a good dude. No, day three, like there was Ripper, a, too. it was a big yeah. zone. I remember going off the crawl and that Kevin guy. Yeah, that's right. Like a total different direction, and you guys were off that big shoot. We were in the the, no the, the, the taco place. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. taco. Yeah. Hill. Everybody was spread out, like because it was that like really steep hill right in front of us. Yeah, yeah. and it was like clear cut to the right, and then trees to the left. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That yeah, was that was fun. That was steep. It was really that steep. That one scene where you and Dylan went up, that was like that one drainage was, was like dumb. Real steep. Real steep. I remember I finally caught up to you and you were in one of those situations where it just you were you were panel sliding and, and, and spindle digging down and you eventually had to make you were on your right side and you eventually had to make your left side transition. And I got to you and you're like, Oh boy, like this transition is gonna be literally do or die. Like yeah. if I don't screw, if I don't get this transition to my left side correct in this spot that's the size of this picnic table that we're sitting on, <laughs> I'm gonna lose my sled. Like, oh, it my, was it, insane consequence where we were riding. Razor's razor's edge of losing my sled completely down yeah, that hill. Absolutely. Because it was so steep. Yeah. Yeah. And trees. Yeah. Everywhere. And you so you and I are up there, you know, you know shooting the breeze and like figuring out and Dylan comes up and he's like, you guys, this is the first time you'd ever ridden with us. He's like, you guys are insane. You guys are nuts. Like, wh- <laughs> why are you up here? Like, I don't know. So you should have been at the bottom watching. Like, it looked like ants going through the trees. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it because the hill, the hill came in so gradual and nice and it just eventually, it just walled, did, yeah, it, it walled, walled out. It walled out. And we were, you know, because we're stupid. We're at the very, at the mo- the highest you could possibly be. And physically control your snowmobile, and then trying to side hill. Because <laughs> yeah, because it was like a big V drainage, and then yeah. like it, the the hill went up, and then both sides of it, it like it was just down to tr- more trees. <laughs> so you had to go like down that one little chute because otherwise it was too thick. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, that was a good that was a good area. Yeah, I know. We gotta get up. We gotta. Uh, I don't know if you got the invite, Tony, but but Dylan was reaching out to us. He's riding to Gibu tomorrow. I want to say. Yeah, or, I think I think Tucker's going tomorrow. Yeah, Tucker's going tomorrow, and like we gotta we gotta we gotta get out there and ride that zone. They they keep talking about it, and just the photos I've seen, it looks like really good hardwoods, not a lot of softwood, good terrain, good steepness, good good uh, like terrain features and stuff. Like it looks like it could be an absolute hoot in there, and that's close to home, which is sweet. Yeah, I just, I, I just, I'm worried about like the, the snow level there because it can't, it can't be much. I mean, I don't know for sure because obviously I keep hearing it's great. Right the now. only thing yeah. that I, that I, that I can say is that it's in that weird little J band, you know, this that weird little yeah. band that J gets of snow. J Peak is what I'm talking about, and that's one of those places I've left my house pouring rain that's only an hour from there and zero snow, and you get up there and it's two feet. Like they're in that weird little. Yeah. cosmos of of snow and i think like the fronts come in and like hit the mountain and stop and dump or something because it, it it seems like it's always good in there i don't know yeah yeah i, I mean it's, we it's, know it's, until we go yeah it's <laughs> definitely it's, it's definitely it worth a try oh yeah. for sure um yeah. i'll get a report from because i think i think tucker's going today or yeah. no tomorrow he's going tomorrow yeah um so he's gotta, a, he just got a chaos right he just got a sled this year i don't know if it's a chaos okay but it's a matrix yeah I don't know if it's just a regular RMK or if it's a chaos. Or it's chaos. Yeah, yeah I'm okay. not sure. Yeah. Um, huh. Yeah, he's coming off like a 18, 17 summit. That's going to be a huge difference. So RMK pro or chaos, that's you're going from apples to oranges at that level. Yeah. Like that's a huge. Yeah. That's huge. So speakles, 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 speckles of oranges, speakles of of apples to oranges. Yes. 
Lay us, give me the story, Catalyst Man. Catalyst. Uh, yeah, so uh, I got to ride a Catalyst today. That was that was pretty interesting. Tony's actually ridden. He rode one before I did. The uh, the gentleman he was talking about that he used to race cross country with, Mike, yep. who actually knows Justin because yeah. they're Snap On dealers. Turns out Snap On people love snowmobiling. Weird. Yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, a buddy of of myself and my wives. Um, he reached out to me earlier this week, and he's like, "Hey, you know, he's." He's one of those that uh, has a lot of free time in the winter, works really hard in the summer. So he's like, I'm up in Pittsburgh. I'm going to be riding for a couple days. You want to get together? He was up. I didn't even realize. He was up just riding solo. Like, he he bought a Catalyst this year. He spring-ordered a 600 Catalyst. Yeah, I'm going to get it wrong, but it's an XCR, RXC. 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 Yeah. He ordered it from Granite State, which I think is wow. awesome. That's great. I think that's so cool. So for those that don't know, Granite State is, like, the staple Cat, uh, Articat dealer for this area has been around since forever, right? Oh, yeah, probably the 70s, and probably. Like, I'm not they, even really sure. They're one of those dealers that's, that they're always there. They're always helping people. They're always, like, the go-to, but they've never been, like, the biggest with new sled sales, I guess you could say, in spring right. order it's and stuff. It's literally the only dealership around here. Yeah. Unless and you like, go a little farther south. But. This year, I guess they've been doing, they've, they've been, they got a lot of spring order acquisitions and whatever, and they sold a lot of sleds. So anyway, uh, he bought one and he's got 600, almost 700 miles on it already. He's been riding the heck out of it. And yeah. given the snow that we had, that's a, res- have, that's a respectable amount of miles. So he reached out and he's like, Hey, you want to get together and ride? And I'm like, absolutely. Not only do I just want to go ride, I want to try the catalyst. So, um, met with him in Coleman state park today. Went, uh, we, we rode down up over Dixville, went by the balsams, which was depressing. Uh, actually. (laughs) Yeah. It's still closed down, right? Dude. It's literally collapsing. It's really, I thought it was like being remodeled and yeah. bought by somebody and they were yeah. going to like fix it up and cut new trails for yeah. skiing and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, yeah no, no. no. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know that I, I won't That's even, sad. I won't even touch on the story cause I don't actually know what's going on, but some, but some big conglomerate bought it or whatever. And they were going to make, yeah. Like you said, they were going to do a gondola over the gap and put tri- nothing's happened. It's, it's as it's been forever. And we came around, we, to, to go to Dixville on like from the north to the south side, you come into the back side of the balsams and the building is literally collapsing. Yeah. And it's it's a bummer. But <clears throat> anyway, anyway, sorry, sorry, anyway sorry, a little bit of a tangent there, but it was worth mentioning. Um so yeah, uh we rode up over Dixville and when we got to the top of Dixville, it's like, hey, you know, he's like, throw a leg over it. We went rode it. I rode it for I don't know, we'll say five, ten miles. I don't even know what it was. We rode yeah. it for a little while and uh it was exciting. It was interesting. It was yeah. It was a you know, like I said. It was a six hundred uh, RXC. It was a one thirty seven. He did have it picked. Um, impressive. Like it's yeah. It's it's hard to it's hard to explain. It's hard to describe what it is because it's the ergonomics are different. It's if you're if you want to like. St- feel everything that a sled is doing especially on the trail like you don't want like i'm on a skidoo xrs right now and that's a very even an xrs it's very plush and soft and kind of pushy and and just mm-hmm. you could do two three hundred miles on one of those in a day and it wouldn't bother you right the catalyst is very you are part of the snow machine like <laughs> you, you can feel a lot more yeah, yeah but not in a bad way like you're just you feel what the left and right carbide's doing. You feel what the track is doing. You feel what the suspension, like it is, 
you're more in tune with it than you would be even my sled. And I think like my wife was with us. She's got an XC 600 and power wise, they're about the same. I wouldn't yeah. say that the 600 is like some, like, you know, some people are like, Oh, it's the new 800. No, it's not. It's not. It's, it's a 600. It right. rips for a 600. Absolutely. No qualms about its power and speed. I did 80 something miles an hour on it on like the one straight away that I had a chance to like let it go. Um, so it was, it was good in that sense. The seat is, it's hard. It, the seat is not yeah. great. I, I don't love that. It's really hard and a little bit yeah, too tall. Yeah, that's what you were saying too. Yeah, was... no, I, the, the rider position and the seat were, for me, were, it was super stiff. Yeah, really stiff. I yeah, think the seat, yeah. if the seat was about an inch or an inch and a half lower and just a little more plusher so you could kind of get down into it, because I know one of the big things that Articat was like preaching about it is low center of gravity, low center of gravity. Right. It has it, but the problem is it's putting the rider center of gravity higher. Yeah. So like you, you want to be down low into it and really be able to rail the corners and like, you know what I'm saying? But, but it's like, high. it's very dirt bike feeling. Yes. Yeah. 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 So even Mike was telling me, I talked to him yesterday about it again and he's like, you know, I come into a corner. I wanted to throw my leg out. Yeah. Because that's what you feel like. Hmm. The seat is so narrow yeah. and so stiff that you feel like you're on a dirt bike. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder, like, it'd be curious to see, like, once like, it's side by side with, like, say, a Polaris or a Dew and, like, actually measure the seat height compared to their sled and just see if it's any, if it is any taller or if it feels taller. So, what I was talking about before the podcast, um, it, it, I'm curious to see, like, what the M seat looks like compared to the trail version you're the cat guy it, i wonder it, if it's low i think it's the same seat throwing a leg over that in the trees is going to be tough it yeah, will be I and you're you're a seat. tall guy so you're not going to necessarily have that issue yeah. but if you're a shorter fella like myself and tony here like yeah doing doing your hopovers and stuff like that that seat is going to impair you yeah because it's it's just a little little too tall yeah for hmm. for like really aggressive riding i think it's funny because so I replaced my seat. So I have like the pro ascender seat, whatever they call it, yeah. on my Alpha now, and that's the you know the backcountry seat, mm-hmm. and that seat is taller than the stock seat. I don't know why they do that. Yeah, it's I, like I, an, I it's like a, I think it's like an inch and a half taller. Yeah. So it's for me, it's great because it's you know, well, you're a bigger, you're taller I can guy. Sit, you know, when I sit down, I'm not you know, I'm you're, not I'm not riding you know. But your knees are in a more your your legs are in that right. neutral position exactly where you want to be versus the old school sled where your knees up by your right. chest. Like, right. That's an exaggeration, but and it's, it's super stiff. My God, you yeah. should sit on that, on that seat. I don't know if you did it in gas Bay last year, but that I seat, didn't sit on, I rode it, but I didn't sit on. I hate to yeah. tell you the catalyst stock seat is similar. It's, is it? it's hard. It's really hard. Like if I was going to do, hmm. if you're going to do 200 trail miles on your that ass, sled, yeah. your ass is going to pay for it. Yeah. Like you seriously, you have a hot tub. In your yeah. Head. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a good rub down or something. Cause it's, honestly though, like my favorite thing about that sled the amount of throttle you use to, yeah. to go mm-hmm. is mind-boggling. You don't you breathe on the throttle, you're doing 65, 70. Yeah. yeah. Like it is and it's light. Like you there's no pressure. Extremely light and it freeze pools really yeah. well. Like, like it, it doesn't backshift. It yeah. It coasts and you're not hmm. you're not chopping the throttle. You're not like, you know, rep, 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 or in it to do it's just wheeling, like if that makes sense. It just it's flowing ahead of you almost versus being behind you with the throttle. It's, hmm. it's like I hopped off my 850 onto that. And then I was like, wow, my thumb hurts after getting back on my yeah. sled. Yeah. And like, it's not like my throttle's hard, but you literally breathe on it and you're, you're rolling. Yeah. 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 Huh? Yeah. 
That was my favorite part. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 excited. I want to see. I mean, I I know I was talking to um, Steve Steve Livingston down at uh, his dealer to see if they had they were going to be having any demos this year to like take for the weekend or whatnot. Um, they their one demo is going to stay at their dealership, so I wasn't able to wasn't able to uh, to hook that up. But it'd be great to oh, he, try. Oh, I one. think he put a post. They're doing like a test track around the dealership or like something. Yeah, like that, he's got right? he's got trails around his dealership, so he's <clears throat> so he's all groomed. So you can go, you can just stop over the dealership and take it out. Yeah, you know, for you know whatever, just take it for a rip or whatnot. And that's a six hundred. It's a six hundred. Yeah, yeah, he's got a, a riot one forty six. Okay, so didn't you say you had a buddy with a riot? Or was this the guy you were thinking about? This is the guy I was thinking about. I didn't. I didn't know the model. I, I'm not big up on cat, so I didn't know what the exact model was. No, I, and I'm. I'm actually relieved that we rode the same model too and had the same kind of output. Right. Because yeah, he, it's you cool that you guys rode it, the same one. Yeah, you rode it before, and you said you know what you said about the seat and the ergonomics and stuff. And I got on it, and I'm like instantly, I'm like, yeah, Tony's Tony's right on the money. This yeah. is this is, it's a gr- it's a great sled, and I love. I love how small it is. It's, it's tiny. Small. It the is nose is really stubby. Yeah. Like you put that in an M platform, even a six or an eight in the woods, that thing is going to be a weapon. It's really it's small. It's going to be st- a weapon. Like you stand, you're standing, you look down, and you're like, man, this feels like it feels like a blast. It it's feels like a toy. Like, it yeah. feels like a like a power wheels. <laughs> yeah, it feels like a, like a youth sled, and you're like, wow, this thing is really small. Yeah, I mean, it's going to look like a youth sled with you on it. Yeah, <laughs> baby gorilla. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of sad, and I guess I can lead into the the next topic, you know, on the on the catalyst front. Um, so I think I was telling you about this. Mm-hmm. So they're cats doing something this year they've never done before. Mm-hmm. They're doing pre orders, so they're doing pre pre order pre order. Yeah, so this is a pre <laughs> pre order. So uh, apparently January 29th, for four days only. Your dealers, local dealers, will take pre-orders, mm-hmm. which apparently Cat is saying are guaranteed sluts in the fall. What's the do you know the date? The guaranteed date, or is it like I don't know the guarantee. I, I don't know the guaranteed like okay. ship date or anything. Okay, but guaranteed guaranteed delivery for the mm-hmm. fall for the season, mm-hmm. and then after four days they're closing it down. Yeah, and then they're going to reopen it again At for normal. for spring order in March. Okay, but apparently those sleds aren't guaranteed. Right, so those are just like. You might get one. Well, they're guaranteed, but they're not guaranteed ship in the fall. Right. So well, like, you'll still get a sled, but you might get it. You're not gonna you be. The, you're not gonna be the. You might get it Christmas. You're not gonna yeah, get yeah. the first shipment of the sled. Sure. So um, if you want the new, 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 if you want the eight, new, if you new, want the eight fifty eight, whatever catalyst, you got to get it in that four days. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. Um, so it just kind of like you know, obviously, I'm an Articat guy. You don't say. <laughs> you don't say. Um, but yeah, I just, I wish I could not even just ride one. I obviously riding one would be, would be great, but like actually get one in the trees would be like, yeah, not that, I mean, again, I'm a biased, biased snowmobiler, but not, it's going to, wouldn't deter me from buying one, but I still would like to just like, of course, see it and like, he, just ride in the woods. Well, snowmobiling is the only power sport or the only thing with a motor I can even think of where you get to buy it six months ahead of time without even trying it. Yeah. You, you <laughs> have no, without idea. even seeing it. Yeah. A rendering. Yeah. And a well, couple pro videos of people riding them. You know, McClure's out doing, you know, whatever on them. You and spend like, a lot of money and go, I hope I like it. Hope it's cool. Yeah. So I actually said that the other day. I'm so glad I didn't order one because I don't know if I'd have been happy with it. Yeah. Right. Because as you were like, saying. You know, you don't, 
the things that I didn't like about it kind of outweigh the things I did like about it. Yeah. Like Max yeah. said, it's a great machine. I just don't know if it's for me. Right. Yeah. Right. And you hmm. haven't tried, like, no one, there's no one we can talk to except for listening to, you know, stuff on web or whatever. In Snow West, yeah. That, that have ridden an 858 that can tell you what it's like in a real mountain platform because the track, uh, what's the track maximum on the M6s is 154. Yeah, 154. Which, like, I don't want to be rude, but like a, a 600 is just not going to turn that thing the way that an 858 is going to, and no one knows what that's going to be like. Right. I mean, you could get a sense of it. You can get a sense of it in the trees and riding it, sure. you know, but it's it, without that extra power, it's not going to, you know, it's, you're not going to have the same experience. You're not. And you're going to, you would not necessarily blame certain things on the sled, but it's like if the motor's not there, you're going to think, oh, it's, it could be this, it could be the track, it could be the, it's you know, the length of the question. track, it could be the suspension, but it could be just be that it's a 600 and doesn't right. have, you're not used to that same crack of the 800 that you right. would, you know, you're used to. And so, you know, like even when you're just going to get on edge, the crack between a six and an 850, it, it, that can make all the world a difference. And it's just the motor. It's not the chassis. It's not the sled. It's not the skis. It's not the suspension. It's the power to do right. what you're thinking in your head needs to happen in that instance. Because the same thing, um, the same kind of comparison is when Tim Beaton brought up that 600 Alpha when it came out in 19. Do you yes, remember that? I do. And we were riding it out in 707 in yes. Maine. And I took it for a ride. And same thing. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm on this hillside. I'm, you know, I'm side hilling. It's, you know, the, just seeing what the it's Alpha good, track can yeah. do. and But like going downhill and doing like a, like a downhill turn and coming back up, yeah. you go to crack it and it was just... It's a 600. Yeah. It just couldn't get. So, like, you, you could get a sense of it, but you really don't get the sense of it unless you're used to the same power, the dis, same displacement motor mm-hmm. you're used to, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it's like, it's like you just, you, you, you earn for that. Like, I got to try this on the big, on yeah. a big motor. On a big motor. Yeah. So, that is exactly how it, like, you know, starting on a Meg sled. Yeah. And then jump into an 800. I was like, wow. Like, it was almost good to learn on the 600. Yeah, exactly. Because no, yeah. you're not expecting all that. Yeah, you know, then that's the problem is people are trying the the new the Catalyst six hundred and an M chassis, and they're you know expecting more. Yeah, and it's just not there right now. Right, right. And there's there's nothing wrong with no. a, with a six hundred Catalyst M or um, Mountain Cat six hundred. Yeah. Like that is still an incredibly capable sled for almost all of East Coast, and there's probably very few people that can outride that sled. Right, right, but. You know, your out west guys and your big power guys or your guys that buy. Especially at elevation. I mean, that thing. Especially at elevation. Would be. But, you know, a lot of those guys are putting those Ibex turbos on it. And Silver just came out with their new kit for it. So it's like, that is going to be. And also, if you weren't, you know. A big boy. That's that's the other problem, too, is like, is the weight. The weight of you, right? Like. Yeah. You know, if you're, you know. I mean, how much do you weigh? Like 185, probably. yeah. Yeah. You know that, or or smaller. You know, you're one seventy pound guy, and that's like that's that's, that's all, all you need. Yeah, you know, like you know, like I can jump on my wife's uh, RMK six hundred Pro, and I, I'll have a great time. I will go out, and I'll still be smiling all day and not be upset. But if I'm you and I'm two hundred and twenty pounds, that's just it's just. <laughs> Dude, I'm like I'm probably okay. with gear. I'm probably like at least two fifty with gear. On, Golly, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but you you get my point though, right? Like, exactly. It's it's not it's not shitting on the motor or the chassis or the sled or anything. It's just some people it's need just, physically need yeah. more. <laughs> 
yeah it's just it's yeah it's just nature if yeah. you if you weigh more you need more to move yeah. it no it's called dinner yeah <laughs> it's called eating a lot of dinner yeah well but, so what are you ordering then like let's you're the you're I, the cat guy like what's yeah, what's, what's I mean, coming again going, going back to what we just said it's like you're spending a lot of money on a sled you haven't ridden yet no nope. You know, like when I bought the Alpha, like I I literally had that one day with Tim's uh-huh. demo there, and that was like the basis of my decision, <laughs> which was not a good basis. But again, I'm I'm in a shitty position because I am a you know I am a cat guy, and everyone yeah. you know people everyone knows this and get made fun of it daily. Yeah. But like the catalyst isn't going anywhere, right? Like that's no. going to be the next chassis for the next you know until I'm fucking retired. <laughs> like yeah. it's going to be the next 15 years of this chassis. So it's like. You got to dive in, and, or you're just not going to ride an right. Articat. You and know? I don't think there's anybody in the snowmobile industry that's going to argue that it's not a it, the chassis isn't sick. Like no one is saying yeah. like, oh, you know, what's Cat doing? Like, why don't they make something? No, no, no. They're 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 with it. They're on the pulse with where sled technology is. Power, yeah, you can. We can have an argument about power. We can do that all day long till we're blue in the face. But that's not what we're here to do. Right. It's it's a it's clearly where Cat is going, and it's. If you've seen the videos and you've seen Instagram and you've seen it, like the it works. Yeah. Even in a six hundred, guys are doing bow ties left and right with them. So obviously, they're they're on the right. pulse with where the techno with this with the chassis and the the power and everything else. It's gonna follow. Yeah. It'll, it'll yeah. It'll come. And you know, even I was talking to Steve, you know, Livingston about it, and he was even saying like, you know, there's there's something he wouldn't tell me, but he goes, there's something big coming next year. Of course. So you know they're 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 not gonna they're not gonna stop at a naturally aspirated A five eight and go yeah we're done. Like of course they, they're you not. know that's that's no, I mean, they've got to join the boosted crew too. Yeah, they yeah. have to because it's it's not necessarily for us East Coast guys, but the guys out west. I mean, we were, I was just out west, so was Ryan. You know, because obviously the snow here just wasn't quite ready, and everybody's on that on stock turbos like if you're gonna ride out there, you're on a stock boosted sled of of some kind, and like that's. That's it's nine out of ten on the mountain are 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 boosted stuff. So yeah, it's like and that really got me thinking. <laughs> that really <laughs> got me thinking. Yeah, yeah, that really got me thinking. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, shout out to Evan for uh, let me borrow his <laughs> his Gen Five out there, and that yeah. was man, it was fun. So where where were you? Where, where'd you where did you just get back from? Uh, I was in um, like Garden City, Utah. Yeah, yeah, for a long long weekend. Uh, yeah, shout out to the coast to coast guys who let me come out and and hang out with them for the weekend and uh beat yeah, on their toys and evan, and evan to <laughs> let me uh let me use his gen 5 and man that thing was it was it was awesome it wasn't even at a break-in period yet <laughs> did it you get great. it closer <laughs> i got it oh yeah uh i stretched its legs I, I stretched its legs yeah, that's um, good that's good but yeah it really it really makes you like you know want to ride a turbo yeah it does for sure but but it you definitely do not need do not need a turbo on the East Coast for for backcountry riding on the trail sleds. Yeah, it's great. Do you do you want it and can you have it? Of course you can. You can ride whatever right. you want. It, you can. Yeah, it's it, it's not going to take away from your day. That's that's for sure. Absolutely I mean, not. You know, even on the trail sleds, though, like we had those two demos last yeah. year, and that NA Skidoo did Fast. every bit was touching the bumper of that assault all day of the assault boost that we had all day like, it's not needed on the east i don't think personally no trail or mountain no because the elevation is physically too low that the turbo is it's just not it, it yes it can <laughs> you can make it do it whatever you want to of course but 
it's it's not needed to make the power that is needed at elevation to to right. do what you want right. to do. Right, and it's definitely it, you know just some you know riding you know obviously I rode rode fills and load a couple other turbos in the past, but yeah. riding it for three days and getting like <clears throat> you know getting more comfortable with it, like you definitely have to like change up your riding style, knowing that that thing's gonna spool up on you. Yeah, like it's a whole different. It's a totally. It's a whole different animal. mindset. Yeah. Um. And then obviously we had really great snow out there, so it was it was that was another that was another element to the whole thing where like you're you're on it all the time and you're getting stuck. Right. You know when you're in like more set up snow and you're you know you're in the trees, you can't just out here on naturally aspirate. You're gonna crack it because you need every bit of that motor to get you to right. where you need to go. But you also th- have the thick the air is nice and soupy here, so it it makes power at right off the bat. You don't need. The boot, you know, right. what I mean? you don't need to make PSI to make power. But in that same scenario, if you're on a turbo and you're not like you're not used to riding a turbo and you crack it, <laughs> you're going into a tree because yeah. it's gonna it's gonna stand up on you and you're gonna be like because you're yeah. not used to that thing spooling so, and then you know yeah. Colorado, I learned that fast last year. Yeah, when I hopped on Dave's, like, it, it's not like a non-turbo. Sled. It's not at all. It's a completely different way of riding and just yeah. Yeah. So it's so going back to uh, to circle up was the, I don't know. I I'm, I I well, actually that's a good good uh, topic to get into, and I'm not totally sure, but the way that Cat has set up its models mm-hmm. is kind of bullshit. I would agree. It's kind of bullshit. It's kind of bullshit because they're limiting the G because the G8 display is definitely the best display that's coming out. No question. Yeah. It is, it is better than the 7S. The Skidoo display, Skidoo, if you're listening, it sucks. It's, it's awful. It's awful. And yes, it's big and cool looking. It's a it's a giant phone on its side. The interface... Doesn't need, to be, doesn't need to be that big. Doesn't need to be that big, and it really doesn't do that much. So, and it's flat on the sled and gets covered in snow. Well, that's, so you can never see it anyway. That's only on a mountain. That's only on a, a, a summit. Oh, okay. So, like, I have an XRS, and it's angled back. And you okay. can actually see it on the mountain sleds. They put it completely flat. But the it, for as big and as cool as it is, it doesn't do that much. The 7S is pretty darn good. The G8 is that much better. It's yeah. It kicks ass. But... For your Articat guys, yeah. So for the Articat guys, and listen, like in the you know in the in the M segment, there's only there's only three colors, which is you know which is pretty normal. But the base model is black, which is the all black one's pretty sweet. Black on black, all black. Yeah. But that's the base model. Black attack. And you can't get anything else but the base model in black. Then you go to the Snow Pro, and the Snow Pro is the green and the black. It has like the slightly upgraded. Uh, I forget what shock they have. And then you get to the. The QS3, I think, is on the Mountain Cat. Yes. So it's... The blue one. The blue one. So it's those three colors. So if you want the G8 display, you have to get the blue sled. Which is... Which is like... And you know, kind And of that's like kind a... of sled colors I have now. So I'm like, I kind of want to change it up. But it's like, you but have it's... to get that sled. But it's like... I mean, again, it's... It, Articat, you know, what it has their reasons for doing it or whatever. But like, if you're pre-ordering a sled and they're going to build this sled... Why can't you color? say I want the black one and I want these shock package and I want yep. this I want this screen, this shock package, and this color. Make you it know, a la carte. When ordering a Polaris on their website, you get every option you want. Yeah. And yeah. that's the one thing I really like about if you were to pre order Polaris. Yeah, you can pick everything you want. Anything. anything. I mean, make it the rainbow if you want. Like it's doable. And yeah. that's what 
I do agree. Cat like, like but, but why? it's very. Like, I, I just don't understand. Off. Why are they doing it? I, I I don't get it because that because the blue is not only a blue. It's kind of like a cyan blue, which I like, but that's not for most guys. No. Like most people are not gonna buy that. It's even in the seat. Like it's not easy to change. So like, right? I don't. I just don't understand that mentality because if you want to make. The black sled, the black on black on black. You got You got You got to offer. Are gonna order. Give it. Give it all the options in that colorway. Right. You got to make the all black the default. Right. Because majority of people are gonna want all black sled. Yeah. Just give me the black one. Yeah. Because you and can wrap it, it whatever good. color. It's like you same want. with black trucks. Yep. Everyone likes black trucks. Yes. Like you got to make the black one. Like at least have them. Again, it's not like I'm. It's not like I want a a feature from the ZR on the mountain sled. No. Like I want. Give me that panel. That big rack of panels. Give me the black one. Yeah, <laughs> like, just color. put the, yeah, put those on my sled. I don't want the, or, the blue hood. I want a black one. Just, or you know, it's again, like, every colorway, every shock package. Because guess what? The Q, the QSR threes, QR, whatever it is. Yeah, those aren't for everybody. Not everybody wants an air shock. And they're not running the hardcore this year. I know. So I can't get the coilovers on my sled anymore. Right. Which so I gotta go I'm, back to air suspension. We're coilover guys. I'm not a big air fan. You can't get that. You can only get the G8 on that one with the QSR3s. Yeah. And like, it's just. And it's, and, and the other problem is too, is like, you're stripping out all like individuality. Right. Right. Every guy who's going to order a sled, most people aren't going to order the base model sled. No. If you're spending 20 grand, you're not going to spend 15 and get the base model. If you're spending that money, you're going to get all the shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like every guy who's going to do it, it's like, you're going to have the same blue sled. Yeah. Right, and how many people wrap their sled? Everyone. Yeah. I mean, yes and no. I mean, but a lot of people don't. I mean, so you're. That's what I'm saying. Like still, everybody's gonna have but even the if, same sled. To yeah. Max's point, even when you wrap it, the seats blue. Seats right. blue. So you're you gonna you're gonna you can't lose the blue. Yeah. You know the rails blue. Yeah. So guys aren't wrapping. So you're or, stuck with blue somewhere in your wrap, regardless. Yeah. Well, so, again, and that's why you know I like that blue. I bought my sled was that blue and green. And I'm like, oh, you know, I want to change it up this year. Nope, not changing it because there's nothing else to get. So I was just in Colorado and the hottest, what's the hottest sled this year? It's that mint free ride skidoo. Yeah. Everybody's got the 146 free ride skidoo turbo that does wheelies for six days straight, right? Yeah. Guess what? Every single wrap looks the same. I don't care what you do to it. It's the, it's the dark red and the mint green in some variation and even wrapped they all look the same. It's the same colors. It's the because wh- where do you go when you already have those two like standard colors? You can't you can't variate from that. Right, right. Well, that's you know obviously I, I you know do a fair share of wraps, but like there's only certain color schemes and certain colors that complement each other. Correct. So you can't unless you just unless you're going for like complete mayhem. Craziness. You can, you can do it, but like if you have that cyan blue color, yeah. there's only a handful of colors that go with that yeah. color. Yeah. And you can only change around so many times, but you're still stuck with yeah. the, the one or two, you know, different, you know, color categories. Color ways or, right. or complementing colors. Yeah, color schemes. Like you're 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 tied to those. Right. And again the skidoo is the whole entire chassis and panels are that mint green color and the seat and the handlebars are that that dark red. Like you're not changing you're not ripping your handlebars and your seat off to change the like there's too many it's it's almost in, it, it, unless you're going to spend a it's bunch of money. It's not impossible, trust me. It's not impossible. <laughs> it's, not. it's just not cost effective. <laughs> no, especially after yeah, after buying a sled like that, you're like, oh yeah, I want to put more money into it to to change how it looks because I don't like the color. <laughs> Spending all this money and oh, I don't like the color. It's not like, for me. Yeah, it's growing. Yeah. It's growing on me. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I just you know, Articat, please please offer some more 
some more uh, flexibility when ordering a sled. All right. So what happens if you're the guy that does the four day? You're you're like, I gotta get one. I gotta I gotta have it. I gotta get it. And then I I I, I bite and I I they got me on the hook and I do the within that four day window. I yeah. order the blue one and it's got all the things I want. And then they do the March release and it's they and new it, colors come out or it's, it's, <laughs> or it's open season. Though. It's oh a, no! I don't. I, that that would be a kick in the balls. That's what's gonna happen, though. No, they would. Everybody's gonna order these. No, and then it's gonna be boosted the next year, and everybody's gonna hate this. No, the cat wouldn't do. Well, that. I think the I think boosting the next year is probable. Yes, you know, like the next twenty twenty six, they'll come out with yes with. But I, even if you if you know guys order a twenty five eight five eight, and then they boost them the next year, there's no reason why you couldn't just you know boost your right. twenty five. You know. What's nice, cool about the G8 display is you can put them on, you can put them on 24s, like just which so is pretty nice. It's kind of like the old pig gauge. Yeah, yeah, you it can just works on anything. Yeah, yeah. That's so that's cool. nice. But, it is. I heard uh, that the, I guess the 858 is sitting an inch lower in the yeah. chassis than the 600, which again, center of gravity and all that sort of stuff. Like I, that's that's exciting. Like that's huge. I guess that 600 used an old motor plate to mount it in the in the bulkhead. Even though the bulkhead's all new, they used an old a, an older design motor plate. But the 858 has a completely new plate that puts it like touching to the bottom of the of the belly pan. Right. That's going to help that that center of gravity a lot, especially for mountain people. Like that's going to be huge. Right, because you know, obviously the motor wasn't ready to release all at one time. So nope. they took the old 600 and said, mm-hmm. "Okay, we have to offer this sled in something." So. Yeah. They just made it the 600 fit. Yeah. And then the A58, yeah, is yeah. made to like sit lower, which is yeah. wild. And it's lighter, which is crazy. It's lighter than the 600. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it bigger, is. Bigger motor and <laughs> bigger and lighter motors. Like, how is that possible? I mean, it's just, it's bigger, but it's just boring stroke. Like, if you took the two motors out, put them side by side on the table, you know, well, they're, they're the one's exact not, same bottom end. Exactly. One's not like bigger. Like, you'd hardly be able to tell the difference between the two, really. And then, uh, who is it? Uh, BDX? Someone's making a 900 kit for the 600 already. <laughs> oh, that was on um, YouTube or something. Yeah. With, you know the company? I want to say it was BDX, but I'm not, no, I'm not I sure. I don't remember. I do remember watching that video, though. It's like five grand yeah. to do it. I'm sure but, it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's But, fi- okay, five grand, you buy a lightly used 600M whatever 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 flavor you want right right and you're still probably even at five grand you're gonna be cheaper than an 858 brand new yeah uh, they, the same thing but that track the suspension like lightly used can be yeah well that's yeah. a pretty broad <laughs> description not yeah. everyone's definition <laughs> of lightly used is the same and that's right. the problem you know like you spend five grand well you're gonna dump another five grand into suspension and track and everything yeah, else. by well. the time you're done like you just don't know. Well, right. snowmobiling's it's all stupid. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's you're just throwing money into the wind. Like. 100%. <laughs> but, yeah, to your point, if you could if you could find a, gen- a gently used 600. Or you're one of the guys that bought one. That you wasn't it, clapped out. You took care of it. You rode it. You put 1,000 miles on it. It's good motor. You're happy with it. All right, let's punch it 300 over. Yeah. <laughs> right, but then That's you got to. That's reasonable. <laughs> so spend, spend five Gs. Make it a 900, and then you got to spend another couple thousand to get the G8 display, and then you're, then you're on par. You say that, but there also are a lot of people that don't care at all about the display. Yeah, because it's covered in snow all the time. Yeah, I mean, especially your, you know, your, 
it, there's people that there are people that do not care at all about that stuff, and that's fine. Yeah, I, I mean, get, I guess, but I, I get it. I think there's more who do care than the ones that don't care. I'm not saying you're wrong. You're I, not. Wrong. So for me, it was riding that skidoo last year, like being able to have my like, and this is the trail version, having the Spotify, you know, <laughs> display, swapping my music and stuff like that was cool to see. But for all these guys riding trees, like you, you don't, don't care. You about don't it, need yeah. that, yeah. right? I think I think that's a good feature, and I think that's you know says something about like you know just the options that it can do. But I think the biggest one is having the GPS on it. Yeah, having Probably having is... the trails and the GPS on it for 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 mountain guys. So yeah. in this was touched the other day on one of those videos I watched that you sent me. Yeah, they all need to link. Of course they do. Yes, like it's 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 silly, silly that, they, that don't. they don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we had the same conversation last weekend. It was like it's a safety thing. It, yeah, it but. Is. Unless like the FCC steps in, they're never going to do it. Well, that's what it is. So we when we were at the Articat booth at Grass Drags, we were talking to one of the engineers there, and I was like, "All right, million dollar question: When are they going to talk to each other? These sleds need they need to talk to each other for safety, for rider yeah. experience, just for the like. I when I was in Colorado, everyone I was riding with had seven S's, and like it physically changes the way you ride your sled because you know where everybody is. Yeah. And and I don't I don't care what your flavor is. You want to ride a dew, you want to ride a cat, you want to ride a whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. I just want to know where my buddies are. I don't want I want to know if someone's in trouble or they're really far from the group. And the guy from Articat was like until a government agency comes in and demands that the manufacturers right. do this, it's not going to happen. And I hope they do. I really do because it's just going to make it better for everybody. Well, it's like I was talking about Canada last year. Like us three guys were off a quarter or half mile away yeah. from you guys. Like it wouldn't have taken long to get in you trouble, know, screwed up, and not yeah. know where we are. Yeah, you guys are on the side of the hill. Like yeah, yeah. It, that is a very crucial safety point. Absolutely, but again, like but you can obviously you can understand why the companies don't do it, right? Because they want to they want you and your buddy to buy the same sled. Well, one hundred percent. Yeah, I want to be able to see where my buddies are, so I got to buy a player. I got to buy a player because like, I you know. And, but, and I don't, I don't like, like I'm a Polaris fan, but I don't, I don't like that, that mentality. I don't, when it comes to snowmobiling, it's not, it's not about that. So yeah. question, if you know, these guys buy these cats that have the Garmin screen yeah. and you have a Garmin GPS from hunting. Yes. Yeah. They will talk to each they other. They will. You know, so how many guys are going to do that? They're going to buy their own GPS and not care about buying this fancy screen on their slide. So what? so I, I don't know if you're aware of this is Trail Tech. I don't know if you've heard of the company Trail Tech. They started off making displays for dirt bikes. And they, you know, those little tiny. Oh, these used to be in Dennis Kirk books. Absolutely. Yep. Same company. They're the ones that developed the 7S for Polaris. And you can buy an off-the-shelf Trail Tech and put it on any snowmobile or stick it in your backpack or whatever, and they will communicate with each other. So because it, it is proprietary with the Trail Tech software or technology or whatever it is. I'm, I'm not that versed on it, but that's, so, so they will idea. exactly. So just as a G eight, will talk to a Garmin handheld unit. Yeah. A Polaris seven S will talk to a, a yeah. trail tech, you know, and unit. that's a good piece of information for people to have really. Yeah. I mean, spend a couple hundred bucks and have it in your backpack yeah. and yeah, if you cause don't use it. It's just, if you, if you do get lost, like, yeah. right. And like, that's so like I have the, the Garmin inReach that I use for hunting, you're, like you're talking about, and obviously I bring it, you know, when I go ride and whatnot. But like, the best thing about that is like not only to be able to like text, you know, text through the inReach if you're at a cell phone service, whatever. But it's also SOS. Right. So if you get really effed up and your your buddies leave you or whatever, you can just click it and get SOS to mm -hmm. wherever you are, which mm -hmm. is really great. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's 
further down the road, that's a that's an interface that should come with all those displays too, because they communicate via GPS and everything else as well. Yeah. Why shouldn't the Skidoo one, the Polaris one, and the Articat one all be able to call for search and rescue? Yeah. Regardless if they communicate. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Exactly. No, right. At, a, at right. a minimum, you should be able to get yourself out of a really bad, bad situation. Yeah. If you need to. And we're not talking about you went over the backside of Stub Hill and it's a little bit deep and you got stuck. We're not talking about that. We're talking about if it's a real problem. Yeah. Because that just happened. Did you see that? Uh, yeah. Well, no, I was, I was one that shared it in the chat. That's the ATF chat. I thought it was a joke. It was not a joke. It's not a joke. I know, you, I know you said it was a You're like, that guy just turned the pot. I'm like, dude, I don't think that's a joke, man. He's. I will eat my words. I. Because. Be, People do that. You, you're aware. Like, people love to be, like, stuck on the back of Stub Hill, need a hand. That has happened multiple times. And yeah. it's just somebody being a troll. This time, someone actually... <laughs> two people really got stuck on the back of Stub Hill. There's not enough snow. In this snow? Yes. That, that's the funniest like part about ago. this. They got stuck in the... They, I mean, again, I don't know who it was. And, you know... We're not throwing they, shade. If they ever listen to this, you know... Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but, I mean, there's no cell phone service out there. So they had to leave. get stuck, leave, go all into cell phone service to make a post to say, come help me get my sled out, and then go all the way back. Right. There also There's is... no snow, Tony. There also <laughs> like, is. I mean, again, <laughs> I don't know what sleds they had. I couldn't really tell. They were like renegades. So, yeah. you know, obviously, you know, depending on the sled you have. But, yeah. How do you get, how do you get stuck like that? It sucks so bad that you got to, like, Call put, for on, help. put it on Facebook and ask for help from Facebook. I would spend the night in the woods before I would put a post up asking for help. Well, it's not Facebook. I need a hand. And that's just me. Again, I, everyone's situation's different. I'm not throwing shade, but like, isn't... yeah, <laughs> I thought it. that that's was. All I'm gonna say. I thought that was pretty, pretty interesting. I'm like, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But oh boy. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm so, hoping so to go <clears throat> to close the the uh, catalyst uh, conversation. Um, going all in. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna, you know. Cool. We can't, can't wait to try yours. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, it's it's not going anywhere, and I don't see myself switching brands. So, you know. I said that once too. Yeah. Yeah. You you were you're not as diehard as he was. At though. one point, I was super diehard, and then Max happened, and look at me I'm now. Sorry. Yeah, he's he infected you. I rode a skidoo last year, and I liked it. There is I not, own two Polaris's now. One cat. There is not one person that's ridden any of my Polaris's where I told them, like, you should buy one of these. Because that's, those words have never left my mouth. I'm like, if you like them, cool. But just understand that. <laughs> I, I, I love the Mountain Cats. I've ridden your Alpha. I've ridden them. I've ridden every cat you've ever had. And I could jump from one to the other anytime and be happy as can be. Yeah, and there's not one worse than the other. Polaris is just my flavor for whatever reason, but it you know I like uh, to break stuff and they're easy to work on. I guess I don't know. That's exactly why I bought one. Parts yeah. availability. Everybody's got used parts for these yeah. things if you're in a pinch. That's they why do. I bought it. They're dime yeah. a dozen. Like and they're easy to work on. Yeah. I mean, in ten minutes you've got it down to the chassis. Yeah, you can't do. You definitely can't do that with a Skidoo. Yeah. yeah. No, you no. cannot. I mean, the cats no. are like they're okay, but dude, dude I'm just... still using hardware. Yeah, I, I gotta. To, we gotta right. do a track soon, so that's gonna be interesting. We're doing that this week, right? We're doing it tomorrow. We're gonna burn the other one off first. <laughs> that's the deal. Remember, I was like, we're doing a burnout with your old track. I want to see lugs enter orbit. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't take much. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. wouldn't take much. But 
No, I. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta. Yeah. So before before the Groove trip, I gotta I gotta do that. So I you gotta, did get a new track. I do have a new track. It's in my garage. Okay. Is it's it, not it's not new, but it's it's, it's clean. It's good. better. It's better than mine. Define better. <laughs> it's intact. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yours is intact. Yeah. Sure. Uh, it's just got a weight reduction. Yeah, it's it's a lightweight model. Uh, no, this one there's like one one torn lug and that's it. Oh, that's not bad. No, the, all the all the center windows are there. So the one the, a new one from Cat just wasn't going to happen. No, no, no. I waited. I I ordered it, uh, or I tried to order it in November, mm. and two months later, it, still still no ship date. So didn't I send you one from Country? Uh, Country Country Cat did have them. Yeah, yeah. But Country Cat, Country Cat stocks their own inventory, so, so it's um, still an option if you needed one. If you, if I needed one, yes. But I, you know, I, I work with Livingston, so right. I was yeah. working, working with them to get one. Yeah. So that didn't, you know, from, coming from Cat Direct, they didn't have any. Yeah. So yeah. So Country Cat stocks their own stuff, so they wouldn't have to order it. Is is what I'm, I'm guessing. So I ended up, I ended up finding one from a guy in Washington on Marketplace. So. <laughs> Across the country, across literally, the country. yeah, <laughs> literally across the country. And I got it in four days. That poor track. That's amazing. <laughs> I got it. I got it in four days, and it's things mint. Yeah. So, well, we can probably finish the old one off tomorrow. I'm fairly certain. Like, you don't need to do that. You got toaster app. Like, we got to yeah. tow something out of the woods. Like, it's just I don't know. <laughs> I'm riding a Polaris. I got one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wife's laughing in the background. <laughs> That's okay. The thing about riding a Polaris is you got to be like self-deprecating. You got to be able to take a joke. Like, I yeah. actually, you, you know, you got to you got to know that they're oh, they're built to a level, and then that that's you know, so it is what it I is. I bought extra spark plugs today. Oh, did you? Oh, just yeah. in case. Yeah, just in case. Yeah, you never know. Well, it's really cold, and you know when it's really cold, plugs are questionable. For a Polaris, sure. Yeah. <laughs> When's the last time you changed a spark plug? Never. It's the juju uh, never. you carry around with never. you. That's why I bought them. Never. Never. The oh, last. Man. The last. <laughs> this is terrible. The last two Polarises I bought. The only reason I bought them is because they didn't foul plugs and the hand warmers worked really well. <laughs> because I've never owned a Polaris in my life that the hand warmers actually work yeah. and that they don't foul. <laughs> so the last two <laughs> didn't <laughs> didn't do that. So I'm like, foul. I'll take it. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, so when we were out in Utah last week, Dan was taking the the he was taking quite a quite a fair share of players' jokes. <laughs> well, he was outnumbered, Skinu, like five to four to one, right? Uh, no, one. Uh, Jay Jay was also on a boost. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know the fact that Dan had not ridden it because it had stop Problems. rides and yeah, 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 issues yeah. and you know errors and all kinds of stuff. So yeah. He was uh, he was happy. He was happy to finally ride it, but there well, was plenty you know, of jokes being thrown his way. I will say for Danny, I am incredibly happy because we talked extensively, and I had a big part in him. <laughs> She's froze. Uh, I had a big I had a big uh, part in him ordering that sled and gave him a lot of you know he asked me a lot of questions and I gave him some advice and he's a ripper and he had a silver turbo axis. That our buddy Dave had almost the exact same sled, and that thing was pull and go from di- like such a strong, reliable sled. Both of theirs were, 
And then he's on a he orders a boost and it's stop ride and it's recall and it's this and it's that and I'm like buddy just hold just hold the line you'll be okay it's gonna come around it'll be good I promise yeah he had some so sort I'm of like so happy it's running good for him I really am he had some sort of oil pump problem <laughs> Are you thirsty literally like <laughs> you just want a sip cup for that no I'm good thank you. They uh, all have oil pump problems. You mean they just leak? They puke oil into the belly pan and then comes out on the floor? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do that. <laughs> Which is this? Players. All of them. Yeah, mine's all wet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, brand. I'm talking brand new sleds. Dude, I would be... You take, I mean, them, I don't you take wanna... them home from the dealer and you park them in your trailer and there's a pool of oil underneath There was like a this. bunch of posts about this. this there was fall. a lot and it happened to a lot of people and they're like, it's normal and I hate to that tell you, that's not, not normal. normal. That's not normal. It shouldn't... If it is normal, it shouldn't be. I don't want to have any karma put on put on me, but th- that is, that, I would be such... BS. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's awful. It is. It is. I, I mean... And the only thing I've had leak on a cat is a chain case. Definitely not the motor. Yeah. You've never, I mean. And props the cat for going to a belt drive. Yeah. Yeah. That's also that. what I'm excited for. Yeah. It's about, awesome. it's about time. Skidoo. Yeah. Skidoo needs to get on board with that. Now they're having, they've got a two-piece drive shaft, a two-piece jack shaft. Like, Skidoo, stop it. Yeah. Stop with this stop, cra- <laughs> stop with this crazy secondary clutch that you need these fancy tools to remove and change. And the two-piece drive shaft, and they're stripping the splines out. And then they had all the chain case problems last year. Just go to a simple one-piece jack shaft and a belt drive like everyone else yeah. that's been working forever. And eliminate the weight. Eliminating the rotating mass. Just because... It's a simpler. I mean, they do fail. There's there's no doubt about it. A belt it, does fail. It will fail. <laughs> but. That took an incredibly long time. That was my original belt on my 17 that it endured extreme abuse right i mean they do fail but chains also fail yeah. but that does you a know. lot less damage that's cheaper to replace than a chain case and we replaced yeah. it in the woods without tools which is highly unrecommended it took a piece of my buddy's hand with it when we, <laughs> when we rolled it onto the drive shaft but we got it but we got it and we got out of the woods and all that i'm down for is a 130 dollar belt I blew yeah. a chain case in a ZR once, and it was detrimental. Like it was, it blew in, inner, outer bearings. Like it destroyed the case. Yeah. yeah, like that's no fun. Yeah, you're you're done riding. You carry an extra belt. Like all right, so you're down. What? What do we have? Forty five minutes. Yeah, and I was eating chicken wings, again. and we were putting it back together, and it was yeah, it, yeah. Our, the belt drive thing just needs to happen. Are all the, yes? This is my ignorance with cat or all yes. the M's belt drive now. Every sled is belt drive. The ZR, that one you rode today was... Was uh, it? Yeah. I guess I, I did not know that. Huh. All the trail, everything. Good, good. Yeah. I so mean, I, from, I'm from i fairly certain that there's no more chains. So good. my question is, are they the same belt? They must be. Oh, like from M to ZR? Yeah, one belt. Yeah. I don't know for sure. Should be. I mean, Polaris, you know, though. Polaris, you would think so. Polaris, all their trail sleds are still chain case. Yeah, because this, I think... It's only the mountain sleds. Don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure Cat is the first one to put a belt drive in a trail sled. For sure. Yeah. I think simplicity, like, they should keep it that way. Of course. One belt. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I hope it is, because that way it's just universal. There's not, like, an M belt and a ZR belt or, you know. Yeah. 
And they're bringing back the Pantera. Did you see that? I did. You sent me that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Pantera's back. You are excited for the Pantera. I'm so, well, I remember my uh, my uncle had a Pantera when I was growing up, and I was like, I love that thing. I was like, it's got two seats. You know, it's cute. Like, it's great. Wait. Yeah. I can be the camera rig. Oh, stuff out great. The I was like, they're making, a, they're making the Pantera again. Pantera. They, get rid, they get rid of my hardcore, but they got brought back the Pantera. So <laughs> We need a 200. What's that? We need a 200. A 200? And yeah. a cat. You need a 200? No, like the group. Oh, to just a rip on? Yeah. What about the one that you got in your garage? What's it's the not store? there no more. Oh, it's gone? That was 120. Oh, oh, it was one. Okay. Yeah, 200 would be fun. I want to kinda... try one of those snow scoots. The stand I... up, what, the, what are those called? Uh, little wide, scooter uh, things? Wide, um, widescape? Wide? Wide? wide I, thought something. I, started, I thought I started with an E. Um, uh, you can Please hold it. Please don't. <laughs> but those look cool. I mean, that would be so fun, like, you know, here at camp, just to have, to go rip around on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just putt around in the woods, play with. Well, that's what I'm saying, like, the 200, like, you know, scoot down to the brands and back. Yeah. Like, stupid stuff like that. Make a little track in the woods, just, you know, do just fun, come back, and just be- beat around on kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think my my, my kids, like, kind of missed, they missed that. Like, the, the one, going to the 120 to the blast is, like, it's a big leap. It's a, it's a well. Lot. It's a big leap, but it's like you you almost like don't need that middle sled. Yeah. If you go one twenty and you ride that until your knees hit the bars, you just go to the blast, right? And make that jump versus yeah. going to one twenty to two hundred and you right. know. But obviously, if you know money's no object, you could just get you know whatever. But you could you can make it work with the one twenty. But of course, there's a market for that because like let's say or you don't get the one twenty, you go right to the two hundred, right? And then you Which, do the that. It's the same chassis, like. Now that I've wrapped one and I had one in my garage, it's the same thing with the tunnel extension. Yeah, it's literally is it? the two hundred is bigger. It looks bigger. It's not the slightly bigger was, motor. The wrap was the same wrap. Huh. Yeah, other than it had Chassis a you know same. eighteen inches of tunnel hanging off the back. Yeah, the seat was a little bit different. The only yeah. thing that came close was you remember like the I think it was called a freestyle the Skidoo's with the super ugly headlights. It was, it was like three eighty. Yeah, it was a three eighty fan yeah. or whatever. That yeah. was the only middle of the road sled that was available for the longest time and even now they're selling for more than they sold for retail back then because people are like it's a great transition sled for kids to go from a mini or you know 120 or whatever skip the 200 because the 200 is a 120 even the 370 the cat had was still a zr chassis it's a big chassis it was yeah Yeah, it was a big sled which for a kid it's hard to turn that so i had an actual snow scoot Oh yeah! After I went from a kitty cat to a snow scoot. I would kill for a snow scoot. Yeah, it wasn't fun. Well, <laughs> I want. It never ran. That was my. Oh, problem. okay. Well, I want a snow scoot just to beat around on, just have fun. Yeah. You know, twenty years later. Yeah. Well, yeah, because so, like the you were saying about like the smaller chassis, like the Blast is not a small chassis. It's not. It's it's a, it's, it's a full size chassis. It's a full size it. chassis. It's like the it's more stub nose than my sled, but the side panels are the same. Yeah. A arms are the same. Yeah. Everything the, the tunnel's different, but I mean, you you park the, the blast next to my sled, and it's similar. This, I mean, it's slightly Bumper, smaller. Bumper's the same. right? Bumper's the same. Bulk. Yeah, the whole so the whole no, chassis's all it's the, the same. Sled. Like the front of it, the tunnel's different, but like the the bulkhead is. Well, the it's same. almost like the Snow Pro nose. Yeah, like the race sled. Yes. Yeah. Super yeah. stub. Yeah. But on a regular chassis. Yeah. So yeah. this thing's called a Widescape two fifty. Widescape. Widescape. Two fifty. Who makes the motor? I don't know. You got to plug it in or something? <laughs> what do you What do you do with all that? Oh, speaking of plugging in, did you see all that bullshit in uh, Chicago uh-huh. with the Teslas 
and all the charging stations had like two hour, three hour waits because the Tesla charges stopped working because it was so cold. Oh my God. Did you guys didn't hear about this? No, I didn't. Oh, it's all over the news. It's wild. There's like, I mean, you're talking about Tesla's just like lined up on the road. Really? And they're all interviewing everybody. And they're like, yeah, the chargers just don't work because it's too cold. Yeah, People well, are sitting there for hours to get like 1% battery charge. Yeah, I just go to the gas station. And, that's... and I'm sitting there, I'm like, and they're interviewing people, and there's a gas station right there. Yeah. And it's like, wouldn't you just yeah. want to go over there and fill your car up and just you, leave? You take your card and you touch it on the thing, and then you just pick the handle up and you. Yeah. Your I was like, it's like, it's pretty cool. They were interviewing this one like pizza delivery guy, and he was just like, you know. He pizza just... guy delivers, he doesn't Tesla. have a Tesla. Yeah, a pizza guy's got a Tesla. Oh, come on, dude. Okay. Yeah. And he was just like, he's like, man, he's like, I cannot wait to get rid of this thing. He's like, I'm going back to a gas. I'm, I can't. I'm. I where's my gas car? I got. I got a. I got a gas car at my house. I'm going back and getting that. I'm, I'm sick of it. And he was going on and on. I was laughing. That's hilarious. But yeah, like, that's a huge, huge deal with this because they're they're getting crazy cold out there too. So if if like if I had the opportunity to rip a Tyga, is it Tyga? What do they call the electric sleds? Yeah, yeah. Tyga. I would rip. I would absolutely rip that. Yeah. Like I would love to try it. Is it going to replace my? My two-stroke turbo, absolutely not. But no. do would I want one in the stable if I had the funds? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Why not? You know. I think it'd be fun. Riding without the sound would be weird, though. It'd be very really, weird. It'd be really weird. That's half the fun. And I also think it wouldn't be very Especially good. Especially with the. What the <laughs> I don't think it'd be very cool. <laughs> yeah, like you miss that. <laughs> I would. I would miss that bad. You'd like in the trees, that's bearing. that sled is heavy, like yeah. real heavy. What so, is the dry weight of it? I don't even know. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I mean, this with that battery, it's got to be heavy. More than you on an Articat? Uh, <laughs> it, <oof>. probably not. <laughs> Definitely, I, I'm I'm lighter on my cat than I would be on that thing for sure. Okay, <laughs> for no, sure. Mean, yeah, that the battery's got to be heavy. It's got to be heavy. And what's the I, the range? Is it's respectable? It's like sixty miles or fifty. I don't know. Or, gonna, if you're part of the noon crew, it probably don't matter. If you're on the noon crew, it don't matter because you're gonna make it till about two thirty, and you're gonna get thirsty. You want to go back to the truck. Um, I mean, when I was in, so I I just came back from Colorado. I went to Wolf Creek and rode for a couple days, and I I set a record personally. I ran my sled out of gas in thirty five miles, and like that was riding you know really good snow. That's a lot of flipper. Pinned. It's it, there's no. It's just clamped all day, all day, all okay, day. Okay, so two, it's three hours. The extended the extended battery model for the Taiga is five hundred eighty six pounds. All right, so it's I not mean, crazy heavy. That's not crazy heavy. It's not no. crazy heavy. What's that? What's yours? Uh, probably five, five and change. Yeah, five and change. Five fifteen. Yeah. Maybe. So that's, that's not. not no. That's I wonder. So it's I a wonder, day of you riding in just bay la- base layers. I wonder if <laughs> I wonder Sorry, what yeah. <laughs> I wonder what wet weight. Versus wet weight is so you're full. Yeah, you're no wet weight on that. I mean, no, I'm saying obviously ch- not even they, charge doesn't matter, but full tank of fuel versus that sled ready to go. What is that right? Look like? they, what is they the don't? Yeah, that? they don't have like. What's a what's a gallon of gas ride ready? Four pounds is it? No, oh, it's closer. To and it's got a sixty to five, isn't it? Sixty to eighty mile an hour range. Sixty, not mile an hour, but just mile. Sixty to yeah, sixty to eighty miles. Yeah, range. Okay. How that's, fast does it go? Because they have a trail version. 180 horsepower. Really? I mean, that's that's cranking. Yeah. But it's oh, also, I'm sure it thing it's moves. Also instant power. Yeah, I'm sure it thing moves. It's now power. It's, yeah, that's more is, than a turbo. It is absolutely turbo's got a spool. It's got to do its thing. 
the little hamster is going to start, you know, kicking the wheel. Why off. don't we get Ryan a supercharge, his alpha? I well, would. Uh, I would. Did it. He's waiting for Cat to do it. I would love to, but I'm not gonna. I wouldn't do anything on my sled now if I'm just gonna get a new sled. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing is like, yeah. It doesn't make sense to spend that kind of money on on anything like that because the technology, like you, you know, the next better thing is coming. So just save it for that. Right. It's just yeah. It's if I was gonna if I was gonna hang on to the sled, which I'm probably not going to it's like i'm not gonna right you know just for one year to do it um but you know with say the, if, you do hang on to it say i decide to supercharge it <laughs> no he's on that skidoo g5 turbo life now uh he no. loves a sled with a lot of power but doesn't handle so good <laughs> <laughs> yeah that sled is a little bit tricky yeah it's a it's a lot of it tricky honestly like watching that Skidoo last year versus the boost. Like the Skidoo's got so much traction. It does. It does. Yeah. It definitely doesn't handle. There's no question. But it motivates. It does. It goes places that like a stock Skidoo versus the stock boost. I, from what I saw, it'll outrun it. It will outrun it any day. For sure. Yep. But it the handling is challenging for a lot of people. There are people that are very comfortable with it and can ride the hell out of one of them. Of course. But they are. They're difficult. They're, there's no other way to put it other than they're they're challenging to ride technically off trail. Yeah, I, <laughs> I yeah. Again, we we talked about this before, but I think it's I think it's got a lot to do with the lay down steering. I think that's a big that's a big limitation to it. It's like when you like even the ergonomics of like when you turn the skis in a side hill, the way the skis turn and cut into the hill is awkward. It's different. Yeah, it, it, it cuts into the hill differently. Like it, your ski's not laying down, riding the side hill. It's like cutting into the side right. hill. It's weird, and it's like, and that's something I noticed this past week. It's like it doesn't, it doesn't like the side hill. No. So it doesn't like it doesn't like to stay in the side hill. It either digs into the hill, or it tries to climb up the hill. Or it doesn't just, it doesn't like to just go across the hill. Right? Is the links the same thing? Worse. The same sled? Yeah, it's worse. I believe so. Like same a, ergonomics of the sled. Year, the power on the links was unreal. Yes, I loved it. Mm-hmm. It didn't handle even like my seventeen axis. It didn't now, handle as well. So like I rode Phil's uh, turbo links out west last year, and I rode his G five turbo this year. And the and even he said he's like I couldn't wait to get rid of the links. Like the way the the suspension is good. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's a wider front end. It's a little bit heavier. They build it chunkier and thicker and beefier for guys it's made for it it's a it's a norwegian swedish sled it's made for big jumps and wide open it's not made for technical stuff at all yeah they they struggle as much as a skidoo g5 will fight you they fight you just a little bit more Mm. yeah which i'm not i'm not looking for that personally no the power is un you cannot argue the power and the reliability and the smoothness you can't argue it but the handling is it, uh, there's some people again that make it work for them really well, and that's you know props to you. But for the most part, no. I am a hundred percent just like the GPSs that need to go on every sled. Hot shot needs to be on every single snowmobile, hands down. Shot, just shot, or, or whatever yeah. it's called. It's you're, called the hot shot, isn't it? Just, no, shot. just shot, just shot. Oh, I thought it was hot no, shot. Hot. You're a hot shot. For I think. Sure. No, it's. I felt like a hot shot, and I was like, "Yeah, start the sled. Let's go." G five. Yeah, yeah. I was. <laughs> it was. I was just it riding. Was awesome. I rode with a bunch of people with dudes, and I'm pulling. You know, <laughs> and they're just 
boom. <laughs> like awesome. that's it is great technology. It's a, it's so awesome. Yes, it is awesome. It is the best. There's no doubt that that they have the power thing figured yeah. out. Yeah. I I the handling thing not so much. <laughs> not so much. One day no, it's not going to happen. One, I was going to say one day they'll one day they'll make a perfect snowmobile. They'll take them all and put them together and take the best for all. Well, no, so they like, won't. They'll so never happen. On that happen. subject, of like then you talk about the chaos. Like so, we just chaos swapped our axes. Yep. Holy smokes. Yep. I haven't tried. <laughs> I don't know yet. I'm still waiting for my parts to come back. But oh, I won't ruin it for you. You, you sent me the <laughs> video and you're in grass with two inches of snow and the skis are four feet in the air. Yeah, and I'm the, like, oh, it's making cowboy. Axis do things that Axis aren't meant to do. Yeah, yeah, it is unreal. It just stands up on you. It'll go over backwards instantly. Yeah, yeah. You don't like, and you're not even trying. No. Like, yeah. On good snow, chaos swapping an Axis is. It's cheaper than buying a new a new chaos for like, sure, I can't, and you're achieving I, the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It can't. It was pretty in, insane. I and what's the what's the swap involved with that? I bought the Ice Age rails, the big wheel kit. Uh, Do you need the rails? You need yes. the rails because they have a different profile. Okay. Um, so it's shot. the it's the basically the approach angle is is all you're trying to achieve. The big wheel kit you don't even really need. You just need wheels that fit the rails. But you could buy Polaris chaos rails yep. and yep. not and just use stock wheels. Right. With the Ice Age, you had to use big wheels. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> but basically, you go with a more aggressive front angle on the skid so that the skid digs deeper on the front so less ski pressure, and that makes it wheelie. That makes it do all the cool stuff. But that is <laughs> very much <laughs> that is very much not for everybody. No, but so then like you buy the limiter strap and the shock, and the limiter strap comes with a little extra. Yeah. Setting. Yeah, and the and shock it, is a half inch longer. So, uh, I don't know. It's a chaos length shock. Yeah, but the, I think the it's limiter half inch strap longer. itself. Yeah. The limiter strap itself is actually longer than the chaos limiter yeah. strap, so it's got yeah. like full chaotic. Yeah, yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah, it's funny. Like that, you know, swapping out your suspension will make it wheelie, but it's like you look back years ago and that was exactly what people were trying not to do. Right. Was keep the front end down to right. climb, to hill climb sleds up. Correct. And now it's like, they're going the other way. Polaris is like, Hmm, maybe we just build a sled that just goes, goes backwards and just as wheelies like crazy. And everyone's like, yes. Yes. <laughs> like, it's so funny. That, like it came like full circle. Of, it did. Like, it did. You know? So when I was, I, I would just, I just got back from Colorado and unfortunately my uh, boost had uh, a slight, mm. um, a little boo boo. Yeah. So I, Pol- Polar- Polaris problems. Pol- ha- hashtag Polaris problems. Um, I had all my recalls done. I had my clutch recall done, but unfortunately, my P22 decided it was not long, not much longer for this world, and it came apart and took out my crank. So <clears throat> my boost is currently uh, uh, no boost. No boost. No, it still boosts, <laughs> but it don't go. There's no go. No go in a boost. Um, so. When I was out riding, I was riding, we were riding really good snow, and I was on a pro, pro yeah. RMK boost. And I was so glad that I was because I, I've all I've ridden is chaos for the longest time, and I'm in deep snow, and I'm like, wow, pro goes places better. <laughs> like, I don't need to flip over backwards and have my skis hanging in the air all day. Like, sometimes having the sled actually just not lift the skis and go across a hill and climb really well is pretty nice. It's actually a really nice thing. And so 
you know, out here east, it's it's not as important just because it doesn't get quite as deep. You still can flip a sled over backwards here on a chaos easy enough. But the difference between the two is it's the first time I got to because I literally came off of my sled the day I the day it blew itself up and yeah. then got on a pro boost the next day. And I'm like, OK, this is like this is the difference is significant between the two. Right. And I asked you because you were on the G five turbo. I said, you mess with the limiter strap. You're like, I don't screw with that. And that's one thing that Skidoo did super, super smart that people don't even realize on the tunnel, the limiter strap, you can turn that sled from a chaos to a pro. It's, you know, obviously yeah, right. I got you. <laughs> but that's the idea is you let the limiter strap all the way out. Wheelie city, baby. You can flip over backwards. You can hang the skis. You can do big, long climbs with the skis in the air, but it's a stupid deep day and you actually want to climb and not get stuck all day. Crank that limiter strap up with the little adjuster on the tunnel. And like, that's one of those things that it's funny. Nobody talks. like not that many people talk about it, but it is a huge, yeah, like techno, you know, you don't hear people talking about the skidoo, like the adjustments. It's that, that is, that is such a, it's such a good feature that those sleds have because you make that adjustment and it's a different machine completely by doing that. Yeah. Which I wish, I wish you would have played with it or knew more about it to do it. I didn't, I didn't know that. I, I don't know. I don't do guy. I'm not, I, I have no idea. I know, I know you're not, but like it, it's, it makes a big difference. It transfers the power completely different. So yeah. what is the lockout on the alpha? You can lock that out, right? Yeah. So what does that do? So the lockout, so there's like a three setting, one, two, three, and lockout. So like if you're if you're gonna be climbing something super steep, you lock it out. So like when you're going up the hill, it doesn't squat, so it doesn't wheelie at all. Right. So same idea, really. Yes. Same idea, yeah. So if you put it, if you if you lock it out, like I've I've had mine locked out and come back to the trail, and it's like a rodeo. Hard. It's just like the thing is going like this because it just it there's absolutely zero squish. So. And the like the ATAC system you can get on the Mountain Cat, you can do it on the handlebar. So you can like one, two, three, and lock out from the handlebar. Yeah. Was instead of going underneath the suspension, like clicking it over. You know, it's funny as I, I I realized the other day, like Brant builds his 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 new thing is the XLTs, the extra light turbos. The one thing that he'll sacrifice a couple pounds for is that lockout. He has that lockout button on the handlebars that goes back to the the QS threes or whatever. Yeah, and it's like. He's putting that there because he knows the difference it makes. Right. Those deep, like he just put a video up of like the deepest day of my life or whatever. Buddy, you want that shock sucked up. You do not want any lift at all. You just need traction and climbing. Right. So you're you not lock, looking to play. You're yeah, you lock to, it out so it does not squish at mm -hmm, all. Mm -hmm. So when you get back on the on the rear of your boards and like, you know, stand up, it doesn't, it just digs right into the snow. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I haven't, I don't, I think I run mine on threes, I think. So, what's the was it like one to five or uh, one to three in lockout? Okay. So, um, and obviously with mine, I think one sixty five would be. That's kind of why I want to go. I think if I Manusa, I'm going to order. I think I'm going to go back down to a fifty four. Yeah. I, so I forgot how long that thing was. It's fucking long. Yeah. She's it's a, a lot of slide. She's a lot of girl. Yeah, there's a lot of girl hanging off there. And here, Max is with one forty six. I just got a one forty six. Yeah, I cannot wait. I took it for a rip for the first time the other day just around my house, and Rowdy. that is... <laughs> Rowdy's not the one. Why, yeah. why do you say that? The it, Dude, I could wheelie it in my driveway with no snow. Like, it is... Yeah. It's going to be... I can't wait to bring it to Gru because I'm 
I just don't want to hurt myself. Like it's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be a rowdy sled. So that that combination is just that's gonna be deadly for out here in the is woods. Is it a chaos one forty six? Chaos one forty six. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That doesn't. That seems a little. <sighs> seems silly? a little wild. Seems max. Yeah, yeah, it seems a little silly. It's like max. Yeah. yeah no, it's yeah. It's, it's not practical per se. No, but I, I, you know. I like to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to oh. be a cool sled. You're oh, going to have to try it. Um, I'm definitely going to try it. I think everybody. You're going to go from a 165 Alpha. Which is like, not. Let me, let me throw a leg over this 146 Chaos. It's like half be, the sled. It's, it's like your blast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, like it's, it's short. It's short. Dude, the blast goes good in the woods. I tree rode it last year. I remember that. I haven't rode it yet. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. The old one lung. She, yeah, the old one one cylinder. Yeah, she goes. She goes. No, it's good. It's got this. It's got this sound going on right now that I can't really diagnose. Oh no! It sounds like it's coming from like the drive shaft. Oh no! Like it's like a kind of like a ratcheting sound. Oh no! Yeah. Chain case on it. Yeah. Tighten up the chain on it. And it, it, it's not. It's like it's coming from like the. It, I mean, it could be reverberating through, but it sounds like it's coming from the drive shaft. Oh boy! So. I think the I'm last like, time I saw it, I got put on its side. Give her a good look over. You put on its side? I'm pretty sure. Who did that? Me? I don't know. Parade of Lights. Oh. Oh. Who oh, it got... Up? Who was riding it that day? <laughs> Allison. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah right yeah, in yeah, front yeah. of our camp. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, it looked cool before that. We, we had a, we had a couple drinks before that happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were back at the camp, and I'm Just like hooting around. Yeah, it was Allison and Will on it. Yeah, and I turn the corner, and the lights are like up in the trees. And I'm like, <laughs> what the heck is like? What, what happened? What happened there? I turn the corner, and they're both laughing in the woods. Yeah, Will's like, Mom, what'd you do? <laughs> and she's like, I didn't lean. I didn't lean. Yeah, it is. It is still an M. It is a mountain sled after all. <laughs> it's just missing a cylinder. I'm excited. I'm excited for that thing when once Will can be like 12 years old and actually ride. If yeah. he does want to get in the woods with it, like like I would love to put like a skinnier ski stance on it, like do some a arms on it, do some rear suspension on it, and like just see what you can do with like what you is know, the width on the suspension? It? What is the stock width? Do you it's know? pretty wide. It's probably th- I I don't have a measure, but it's probably 38. Have you rode it in the trees? Yeah, it was good. Uh, it needs a it needs a skinnier ski, ski stance. Yeah. For sure, but it, I mean, it handles it. Go, it goes. Yeah, it, it goes fine. It's definitely not a powerhouse, but it it goes right. Goes. But if you're 100 pounds, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's you know, the only one I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, been up close to. Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of them. No, we went down to dinner. What was it that when we were all up at your camp that one time? And we went. Yeah, to Jeremy dinner. wrote it. No, I did. I was like Jeremy. I was like, you want to ride my sled? Because I was like, I want to ride the blast. Like I want to be on that for because. Yeah, I don't know if you ever heard the saying, like, it's more fun to drive a slow thing fast than a fast thing slow. And I'm right. like, I want to wring this sled's neck. And I was, like, dragging my feet and doing the thing where I put my feet in the... Like, I was just being an idiot and having the time of my life, <laughs> barely able to keep up with anyone, and just clamped. Because like, it's just... It was just fun. Yeah, you, it's, yeah, like, when you're going on the trail, it's like, you're barred. Yeah. And it's really? just like... <laughs> it's just... It's got everything it can do to keep up. It sounds like a go-kart. It really does. It does. Yeah. It does, yeah. Yeah. But it's a... <laughs> what a cool... Well, sport. I mean, it, I guess it's... Like, I would say, like, the 200, even my... Uh, the 120 sound more like a go-kart. Yeah. Because really? that's a four-stroke. Yeah, this one... This one sounds... It sounds like a sled. Yeah. 
Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's two? A, it's yeah, a, it's, a, it's a, a single cylinder two-stroke. They it's got one cylinder. They I didn't realize it was a two-stroke. Dude, they yeah. literally took the 800 and just put it in a bandsaw and just took... So they a, they like, made two sleds out of one. Like, it's two motors out of so one. So they, like, the one cylinder, obviously when you have two cylinders, the cil- the, the pistons go um, odd timing to keep it balanced, right? It doesn't go like this, right? It goes like this. So it can't keep it balanced. So they had a, like they had a problem with... They had a problem with the... Um, to for balancing because it was just one cylinder. So they yeah. put like the battery is mounted where the other cylinder was. <laughs> so the battery and the cylinder are like this to like even the weight out. <laughs> and it's it doesn't vibrate that bad. Like it's, no, it's fine. It feels like a normal sled when you're driving down the down the trail with it. It's, like, it's pretty it'll, cool. It'll do fifty five, sixty. It, it moves. It it goes. Yeah. It's okay. The engineer is having a bad day that day. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, again, I, I'm curious to see, like, what you could do with it. Could you put a little turbo on it? Like, could you do oh my other things with well, it? Like, you haven't really heard a whole lot about them since they came out. No. Like, they came out, people bought them, they yeah. were excited, and, and then like, they just fell. Do they, yeah. Are they offering them again this year? Oh, yeah. 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 They make a, a Blast ZR. They make a Blast. I knew the ZR. So, I wonder if the ZR and everything, like, just, like, big floods are, like, geared different. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sweet. yeah. I mean, like I wonder what the trail version feels like. Actually, I'm wondering if the I'm wondering if the new blast is um, belt driven. I would guess not. I would guess not as well. I guess I bet you it's the same exact. But like, thing. let's say you're a guy that like literally your only care in the world is to go to camp, or you're going setting traps or rabbit hunting, or you know just something silly like that. That's all the sled you need because it still go. It gets around absolutely fine. Well, that's kind of why we, we got it, um, you know, for Allison because she's yeah. like, I don't need, I don't need to go fast. Like I, I don't, just, you know, I just want to get to where we're going. And we're like, you know, if if you know, you can you can ride it and it's totally comfortable for you. And then it's you know, when Will's ready, it's the perfect sled for him when he grows up. Mm-hmm. You know, and he can ride that for you know however long he wants until he's ready for a big sled. I mean, you know, we're talking about jumping from. 120 and up like i threw my boy on an f5 yeah or an f6 whatever yeah 120 and like that was a big jump. that's a big jump there you that's go there's your ass. there's your blast er right there that's an improvement that's a good looking sled yeah there's nothing wrong with that they made those look way better way better yeah it'd be so cool if they had they put the g8 display in that thing too I'd love to see a 440. Like, the, you remember the old 440Z fan? Like, uh, that first big sled. Yeah, that's the, the sled I had. I know. Yeah. I'm saying line that thing up with a blast and let, let's, you know, I let's see. I pounded the hell out of that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> had a Tasmanian devil sticker on the windshield. <laughs> Gotta have it. Yeah. I mean. So, it's a 30, 37 and a half to 38 and a half ski stance. That's wide. 38 it's, and a half is wide. I mean, yeah. It's trail wide though. It's no, fine. not even. No, I mean, Cat's Factory trail wide is forty three, forty two. Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah, forty two, forty three is the ZR. It doesn't go fast enough to tip over. So it's a little <laughs> bit, little bit smaller, but no. Like, could both of us ride it together? The blast? Yeah, they make a touring, which is kind of crazy. They offer a touring blast, where it's like if you put like me and someone else my size on that thing. You ain't going ain't nowhere. Go, ain't going anywhere. Not in a hurry. Like, you'll get there, but it just be... we'd look cool though. Yeah, uh, cool. yeah you're. I mean, like, you're right. I mean, the front of those sleds are exactly it's, the same. I'm, so no, when I wrapped one a few weeks ago, the exact the front is the same. So they just put a tunnel extension, a little the bit more seat in the tunnel extension. It's the so same. That's it. So the tunnel is the same, but a little bit bigger motor then. 
yes. a slightly bigger motor. I'd bigger yeah, motor. I'd for an electric start in the 200. Oh, well, that's nice. Yep. Yeah. Well, I had, then, that con- I had that conversation with Phil because he has a, uh, what is it, a Skidoo 120? Or, you know. It's the same thing. So, yeah, Skidoo players, I know they're all the same. Cat now, it's all the same. They're thing. all made in the same place. Yep. But he's like, you know, what's the, because his kids are young, he's like, what's the next, you know, what do I put them on next? It's not a good answer. The, the 200, like, it's not that big of a jump to make it worth it. Yeah, no. so there's the there's the ride with the two up on it. You and I'd look <laughs> cute on that. <laughs> Great. My gracious. <laughs> and they make it. They make the the Norseman in a blast too, which is what is really what, what is with the Norseman? What is super that? wide track, like utility, oh, like so like ski resort. That's type their of. expedition or yeah. their Titan yeah. or their yeah. okay, okay. But they make it in the blast. Like if you're gonna buy that for, you know, I guess yeah. it's again, cheaper. Again, you're going like rabbit hunting or just going to camp or something. You're, I mean, like you exactly don't care. You don't care at all about power or speed or anything. Right. You just physically got to get from A to B, yeah. and that's a and that's fine, probably that's a the sled. that's probably the cheapest you know Utility, alternative. Yeah, the cheapest yeah. alternative is to put the four hundred in there. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't want to buy some old, you know, boned out whatever. <laughs> <laughs> when you say that, but you know, look at our old. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm sucker for old old stuff. <laughs> Dogs drinking water. <laughs> clunk, clunk, clunk. Lola, come on. Cool. Well, yeah. Well, I think that's uh, yeah, pretty good. What else do we we don't get any other topics? A little so. bit of fireball left, and yeah, we're gonna hit the trails tomorrow. Hit the woods. Hit some sick powder. <laughs> One of us is gonna hit the woods. <laughs> we got yeah, we got attractive gonna, fish off tomorrow. We're gonna hit something in the woods. That's for sure. Yeah, sure are. I'm just gonna ride down on one ski in the trail tomorrow. See how far I can just okay. completely destroy one side of the track and another side of the track. <laughs> I want to see it behind all of us. Yeah, but yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, because when those lugs start delaminating and fly off, chocolate chips, you coming out? Yeah. <laughs> the biggest chocolate chips I ever seen. The big, big chocolate chips. <sighs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's uh, that's it for this one. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Tony. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good. All right. We'll see y'all later. Oh, bye bye.